It's me, it's me, it's N K B for 20, aka Fat Boy 420, aka No More Mr. Trim, <laughs> Mr. Chairman. Just call me Mr. DeWalt, the fucking drill man. <clears throat> We'll touch that story maybe in about uh, episode 75. Top Man 211. And you are now listening to the most inappropriate, unapologetic, a podcast that don't give a fuck in all the wrestling community in all annals on the internet. All bowels of Wi-Fi. <laughs> like Hayes. Let that big sizzle. Let that big sizzle. And turnbuckles. Hola. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, a Apollo <clears throat> Cruz, man. Um, um, tired balls. Fucking tired, man. <laughs> what a week. What a week. Um, so we're watching Tables, Lies, and Chairs 2011, starting off with the most over person at the time, Zack Ryder versus Dolph Ziggler for the United States Championship match. This is before he was the loser. Yeah, this was when Dolph was. You had a match with Dolph, you knew you was going to have a, a pretty decent and highly respected match. Mm, and in that sundress on the outside, he is accompanied by that uh, scrumptious, for whatever reason, Cougar herself, Vicky Guerrero, and the Luther Vandross, can I take you home tonight? <laughs> can Schmock. I take you out tonight? Dun, dun, Name dun. is Vicky. <laughs> I want to let, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> Baby, she got that sundress, this wind going up under that pre-menopausal uh, uh, Vicky Guerrero. You got that hair laid for whatever reason to the it, side. It looks good. <laughs> spackled that shit, spackled. So yeah, how was your week, uh, Dot Man? Dos. Wait, wait, I don't know. <laughs> That's eggs, ain't it? Yeah. Man, this week, of course, like was just like last week or the week before that, man. Shitty, 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 man. Uh, not to mention I took an L on those Jubilees, but hmm, got them anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, uh. I got me some Harachis and Triple Reds. Dope. I like Harachis. Very comfortable. Yeah. But I, I see what uh, you have uh, nicely wrapped right there. What's inside of that? It is some. Um, Cashmere wax and some gelato. Yep. Okay, all right. Yep. Um, my week was real, real mad, real son. <laughs> Boy, I can just talk. Just put it like this: it's motherfucking alibis and Advils. That's all I can say, man. And anniversaries, yeah. If you know the whole story. God damn, you know like story. yo, I'm. This is the second time on this show that I gotta almost wait to the statute of limitations before I can even say anything I said about 75, it. Seventy five. Let's probably make it episode seven fifty. Yeah, yeah. I got. I, I don't know. I gotta see if, if if things are still the same as they were the day before. So, we'll we'll touch back on that maybe <laughs> never. But yeah, <laughs> my hand hurts. My fucking 
wrist is fucked up. It's just, I got my, I got a 65 ish that I got to return. It's been a whack little week. Oh yeah, speaking of whack, I broke my PlayStation Four. Yeah. On some bullshit, I came in uh, one morning. What it was like Tuesday morning, something like that, and my. Uh, Soundbar usually comes on with no problem, but for some reason it didn't come on when I cut the TV on. So I checked the cords and stuff like that, went to the back, grabbed a power supply, accidentally cut everything off, but I realized I turned the PlayStation on too, and I guess when it cut off, it fried the hard drive. So, yeah, all because I was trying to get sound through Soundbar. Fuck you, Soundbar. Yeah, you call you didn't cost me some money. No. But, uh... Since I'm tired, tired boss. I'm drinking on a blue moon today. Blue moon. And this is an iced coffee blonde. Okay, uh, blue moon. It's a golden colored wheat ale made with fair trade decaf coffee beans. Well, so much for the caffeine part. Right. <laughs> no, anyway, yeah, man. I'm going to pop the top on this because I think this is the first time that I'm actually having one of these. Okay. I bet you're drinking beers and things. Yeah, we'll only drink beer on Sundays. I had to get this belly down, man. I had to take a break. But yeah, yeah let me take a test drive. Mm. Definitely. Definitely very coffee-ish. It kind of reminds me of the milk stout uh, that we had uh, a couple months ago. Okay. But okay. I, th- I think it's definitely going to go, though. Nice beer. Nice beer. So, man, we are here to talk this shit. And I must say, this is a week of wrestling that Kate, they could have kept for the most part. Uh, yeah, Raw and SmackDown were kind of forgettable. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, without the Chief and beating the Oh, God. Of I don't know. SmackDown was pretty decent. Yeah, I mean, yeah. a SmackDown is always going to be a bit better because they do have the Chief. And, and but a couple other and things. Yeah, there's a couple other yeah. things they sprinkle in, but they're also, as I always say, flawed. And I just, I was just like, damn, without the Chief and a couple of things, this show would have been... But that was kind of... But then they only left for like 20, 30 minutes of filler then. I mean, I'm like, we yeah. say that, but it's like... Yeah. That was 20, 30 minutes. Okay, I'm kind of cool with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then plus it's an hour less to watch yeah. in comparison to Monday Night trash. trash. Okay, and yeah, speaking of trash, this is it, this week's episode. Um, the results, Oscar defeats Shayna Baszler. Ricochet and Dana Brooke defeat Shane Thorne and Mia Yim. Who? Dickleshay. <laughs> Kofi Kingston defeats Shelton Benjamin and more. ASAP Cap AJ, Miz and Morrison defeats Drew McIntyre and Sheamus. And uh, Lashley defeats Jeff Hardy. And we have a little bit more afterwards. Uh, yeah. So, you want to get into it? Look <laughs> 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 Yeah, just like the other episodes of Monday Night Trash, they run it back as just like on Smack It Down, they pay their respect to the late Pat Patterson on this show as well. R.I.P. Pat Patterson. Um, I think we already said it last week, but yeah, R.I.P. Pat Patterson. Yeah. yeah. First Intercontinental Champ. My, my very first actual real title that I ever had was Intercontinental Belt. It's my favorite title growing up because it was the Worker's Belt. So, yeah. Without Pat, I think he came up with the idea. Well, he came up with the idea of the Royal Rumble. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which was a great idea. By oh, yeah. Patterson, One of my yeah. fucking favorites, fucking... 
events, man. Like yeah, I mean, like I'm always amped for the Royal Rumble, no yeah. matter what. Yeah. Um, the show, however, starts off once again, like last week. With Randy Orton. <laughs> mm-hmm. And even this is starting to feel like a rerun. And after the rerun recap, he says that any ordinary man would tremble at the mere thought facing the fiend, but he is no ordinary man. He smashed his moral compass years ago, and there is no boundaries he will not cross. And unlike the fiend, he doesn't have to wear a mask to let the darkness out uh, and show the world to see. And when the time uh, comes, he's going to stare at the devil right in the eyes and let him know that the most evil son bitch has come home. In the meantime, he'll be knocking on the uh, funhouse door, waiting and wondering just exactly who's going to let him in. Well, probably the only good thing about this episode of Monday Night Trash is the Firefly Funhouse, and in my opinion, this storyline is almost starting to lose some heat a little bit as well. Anyway, Bray says it's nice for Randy to join him tonight, and Alexa would have been there too, but since Orton was mean to her last week, he's just going to have to settle for little old Bray. Orton says he's the last motherfucker Bray uh, Bray wants to play games with. And Bray says, hold that fucking thought. Did Orton just say games? And it's a game show. Let's get Randy. As Bray welcomes us to the latest edition of the Firefly's favorite game, uh, Funhouse favorite game show. Uh, Before they begin, they will be competing for a brand new cruises meticulously crafted straight from the tree of knowledge and forged by St. Louis's most skilled shaman of dark dark arts wielded by Randy Orton. And why was muscle man Bray just flexing the whole time? This nigga wasn't even pointing at the shit. He was flexing. (laughs) It was Orton's attempt to destroy sister uh, Abigail. But wait, there's more. What's that smell? That's the rotten carcass of Friendship Frog, of course. And it's a perfect addition to home in any circle of hell <laughs> and it's worth $49.95 the question is how should Randy be punished at TLC Mercy the Buzzard buzzes in and answers well fuck it he ate the buzzer as Bray says after all you are what you eat and Mercy's incorrect Husky says uh, endless buffet and Bray goes to Judge Abby who says just leave her the fuck alone and that's also incorrect and Ramble Rabbit uh, is up and he says they should just sit down and discuss their feelings. Bray says, seriously, why the fuck would he say something like that? And he calls Ramblin' Rabbit sick. And none of them are correct, but unfortunately for Orton, he always has the right answer. And Orton says, fuck it, he'll play games. He wants a match tonight, but with Bray Wyatt, as he will see The Fiend and, at TLC, and he accepts. Oh, you're... I don't know what you're talking about. I love this fucking feud. It's the best way to go. Well, I, I didn't say I hated it. I, I just I, said it, you know. There's nothing. I, I enjoy every part of it. And they're doing exactly mm-hmm. what they need to do. Mm-hmm. <coughs> I'm, I'm glad that, you know, couldn't really go no more further than without a, a, a Bray Wyatt and um, Randy Orton match right now. To mm-hmm. me, that definitely fills in the gaps in between. Like, they need to have a touch other than just I'm going to pop up behind you and do this, that, and the third. No, I'm glad they had a, a regular Bray match. And oh no, I'm not shitting on that at all. Like I, I mean, I'm just cool with the whole, yeah. the whole everything. Like, there's nothing wrong with any part of it. Like, to me, it's the best thing they got going on Raw all the way around. Well, I will say this: like, the only issue I have with it is like if the Fiend shows up every week. You know, you know how special I want the Fiend to feel. You know, and if he pops up every fucking week, just doing next to next to nothing, just standing there, or you know, with, with the segment last week with him being shown his vulnerability by you know Alexa Bliss being like, I guess his Achilles heel or whatnot. <laughs> oh shit! Already, already, Rick. Already, but yeah, uh, I don't like that. But if you're gonna show just regular Bray Wyatt, let's get regular Bray Wyatt. He's good. He's good as well. Um. 
Whatevs. <laughs> Whatevs. Oscar versus Shayna Baszler. And if this was the Trash Women's Championship... No. If this was for the Trash Women's Championship on a bigger scale, no. I'd, I'd be all about it. But this is no. to enhance the storyline of no. the non-important women's tag team titles as they no. will be on the line against Oscar and Lana. No. It's going to be a night full of no. them Hayes and Hoppers. To the finish, <laughs> as they know how to fucking stretch these tag team title feuds out to make you absolutely fucking sick of it. And how me, you, me, 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 me. How do you? Okay, <clears throat> fuck that. Before you even get into that, how do you have Shayna Baszler and Oscar in a match, and I don't give a fuck? My point exactly. Like, how do you go from? I can't wait for this match to happen. Until it's happening and I don't give a fuck. At all. <laughs> I mean, that, that's my whole point. Commenced to doing what you was going to do. All right. <clears throat> I've got them purple. And McRibs are so delicious. And I eat them all like Grimace. But they skip me on the sauce through a table. A table. <laughs> <laughs> gives a fuck about what Naya has to say and it seems like Baszler takes an L every fucking week. The finish. Okay, and Asuka lock his own uh, Baszler and Grimace. I meant Naya trucks right over Lana on the outside. Baszler takes down Oscar with a shot who is distracted as well but Baszler is more interested in what's going on outside the ring as Naya hoists up Lana uh, on her shoulder to run her into the ring post. But Lana breaks out as Naya runs her own fucking self into the steps. Lana goes for a senton off the steps, but is caught by Naya, and she wants to powerbomb her through the announcer's desk, but Lana escapes again. I believe we saw a similar spot with these two a couple of weeks ago. Fuck is you doing, Bruce? I'll tell you what the fuck he's doing. Giving old man Vince some sloppy toppy, as he and uh, that other fuck stick, stick Kevin oh, Dunn. Oh, shit. Really? Cody's beating up on Booker? Yeah, this is when Booker came back for that like one little few with Booker with, with Cody Rhodes. Yeah, but as I was saying, as far as uh, Bruce giving sloppy toppy to Vince, as well as the fuck stick Kevin Dunn, yeah, they got in Vince's uh, ear influencing him that Otis and fucking Keith Lee don't have what it takes on the main roster. This is pertaining to their ring work, and they are ordered to get some additional training at the PC. Are you fucking retarded? And as I already know, this definitely confirms they have no fucking clue what they have and how to use them. And Triple H knew what they had in NXT. Yeah? yeah? Especially with these two, and they were booked correctly just like everyone else. And that was fucked up by the main roster management. And I'll go into a little bit of further news to, to, to further dabble in that. Uh, which is, which is, I mean, I, that kind of soured me for the week of wrestling after I heard that news. Um, He ordered some of the wrestlers back to the WWE Performance Center to undergo two training classes per week. And the PWInsider.com confirmed that Otis, Keith Lee, Dibba Dabba, Dio Madden, and AJ Styles' bodyguard almost are among the wrestlers sent to the classes. And according to Dave Meltzer on Wrestling, uh, Wrestling Observer Radio, the decision was not being viewed as a demotion, but rather McMahon wants them to be ready for potential pushes down the road. And McMahon just got mad because he thinks that none of these guys know how to work and need to be polished uh, and need to polish up their skills regarding Lee. He knows Lee is talented, but not ready in his eyes. Nigga how? Nigga how? And if anything, how is this 
Keith Lee's fault or Otis' fault or any of the uh, any of the fault. Well, I, I would say almost still needs uh, mm-hmm. further training. Davicato, whatever he's doing, he needs some training. Uh, Dio Madden, I think he looked good as in retribution. I thought he looked decent. I mean, no, no, I mean they doing the exact same shit. I mean, so. they're jobbers, of course, but yeah. Um, but Otis, you remember that match he had with Tommaso Ciampa in NXT? Mm-hmm. You remember how great that fucking match was? I mean, I don't get the whole Otis need to go down to do anything. Like, I mean, that's the matches y'all gave y'all. Y'all made to him a comedy act. So what else do you want him to do but comedy act shit? That's that, that's the fault of them. How? Like, what? What the fuck that's does the this gimmick have, you gave them? What does that have to do with with the the, the wrestler themselves? And I'm not even going. Keith Lee. Yeah. I can't even call him Winslow right now. Keith Lee. This motherfucker was the shit in NXT. Mm-hmm. This motherfucker was the shit uh, outside of WWE. This motherfucker had a, one of the greatest showings at the Royal Rumble as well as last year's Survivor Series. Mm-hmm. So I ask once again, why the fuck is he down in the PC? Uh, I mean, come on. He needs to go ahead. Like we were saying off camera, he needs to go well, off off the pot. Uh, he definitely needs to go ahead and go to AEW. I, y'all, I mean, everybody's going, no, everybody wants to send AEW. If anybody deserves to go to AEW, it would make the most sense in the world who can put on a match with anybody is fucking Keith Lee. Keith Lee is your bona fide superstar baby face oh, in AEW. Just thinking about Lance Archer. Yeah. Kenny Omega. Yeah. Fucking uh, 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 Miro. Uh, Cody. Uh, Brody Lee. That's all yeah, they I mean, need. The to me, that's all they on. really need is a Keith Lee. The list goes on. I mean, <laughs> shit, you take Keith Lee right now. Hell, that's where uh, Brian Cage is. I remember I seen the indie yeah. match with them two that was fire. I would love for them to revisit that. Yeah. Come on. But that's your ultimate babyface right there. Powerhouse Hobbs. Yeah. I mean, the list goes on and on. Clearly, once again, y'all are taking for granted who y'all have in your company. But yeah, back to the finish. Nia is here running to the announcer's desk and Baszler as she stupidly booked. But Nia ain't sitting back down? What the fuck? Exactly. <laughs> but remember, she cutting to the rock. <laughs> yeah, uh, Baszler, as she stupidly booked as well, focuses on Lana who is on the ramp and ends up in the most deadliest. The most deadly? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Undefeated? Mm-hmm. Undisputed move in all of WWE history. Hey man, see the fact that Keith Lee got sit down. Yes, right. I said Keith Lee. Keith Lee got sent down to the PC. Otis got sent down to the PC. Mm-hmm. And Nia Jax is still wrestling. Mm-hmm. Makes me want to go kill everybody named motherfucking Dot Man. I mean, Nia Jax. Um, I'm to. Uh, hey, hey, my bad dog. Hey, look. Wait motherfucking minute, wait, wait, wait. Roman Reigns is the greatest. I'll start to y'all later. He's, he's fucking up when it comes <laughs> to the Chief because uh. is, is the Spirit Smart aware that Nia Jax is cousins to the Chief? Huh? I don't, no, I mean what you were saying before. Lee alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. part. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. She loses in the surprise roll up to Oscar, and I hate this show. 
Um, I, I think I said it quite a few times. Fuck it, we're moving on. I'm not reading that shit. The Hurt Business is backstage, and Cedric tells the dork to move the fuck out of his way, and Lashley stops the dork and tells him the wrong fucking way, as they're great, but this tag team title beef they have with the New Day is boring and overdone. Why? Because they have no other fucking tag teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, because you can throw some other tag teams just to be diversion tactics in the fucking feud. Yeah. Like, they can be beefing, you know, they just be having regular tag team matches. Yeah, instead of Lucha House Party. Running twenty four seven shit, they they could be in the division. I mean, really, you can make the twenty four seven actual title and it doesn't have to keep doing the dumb shit. Like, I mean, and where was our truth this week? Mm-hmm. Like, that's one of the reasons why we even show up, and he was, was uh-huh. not there. Ugh, excuse God me, damn Rick. Yep, talking strategy, my ass, homeboy. This is how this week's Monday Night Trash is going, man. Dana Brooke and Dickashay are a tag team tonight, bruh. As Matt Riddle has his box of bro nuts for MVP backstage, they have an important tag team match against Retroberry. Fuck all the way up out of here, man. Dickashay tells Sarah, who rolled up that he is indeed opposed to being on a team full of jackasses, and they're going to show Shane Thorne and Mia Yim what they're all about. Mia Yim showed Dana Brooke what she was all about, with that, and that black eye proves it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, man. It's Dickashay and Dana Brooke versus Retroberry. And I guess that mask Mia Yim is wearing has been reinforced, but who gives a fuck? The finish. Watcher Buried had a promo as well, but who gives a fuck about that? They say the same shit every week. Boo. Oh, no, I'm not even doing a promo. No. Yeah. <laughs> Mia Yim and her terrible COVID-19 mask argues with Ali saying that she's got this and know the fuck she don't because Dana Brooke gets the win with a sit-out slam. Ali is frustrated once again, and he shits on Thorne and Yim saying they embarrass him. Let me tell you something. Retro Buried has been an embarrassment ever since they've competed in the ring. Fuck is you talking about, and fuck is you doing, Bruce? This might be a quick Monday Night Trash. The low down dirty Seamus is back. Shame. Do, 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 do. Low down dirty Seamus. It's pretty shame. It's a fucking shame. I'm pale as fuck and giving out jokey geeks. Jokey geeks. I'm pale as fuck and giving out See, I stopped with you. Yeah, I, I got it now. I got it. I'm here with it. Yeah, yes, yeah, dude. Yes, sir. Yeah, but he's backstage taping up his fist for a match later that is going to the finish because fuck this show. Keith Lee and I will say, uh, and I would say Winslow, but like I said, I'm not because this is some fucking bullshit that he, of all people, was sent back to PC for additional training in the ring. Anyway, he rolls up on Low Down Dirty, who asks, is there something you want to say to me, Keat? Mm-hmm. <laughs> they call him Keat Lee. <laughs> Lee says it's only a matter of time that Sheamus will stab his best friend, Drew McIntyre, in the back. And Sheamus replies to excuse him as he turns on the champion and beats the hell out of him, and it's a face-off. Mm-hmm. They're trying to make it uh, less obvious, but they will pull a swerve. It's Vincent Bruce. Fuck Monday Night Trash. And they do nothing to interest us. If and if we if I wasn't doing a podcast, I probably wouldn't even be watching this shit. No, nah, but straight to the highlights. Yeah, <laughs> straight to the highlights. Yeah, and I don't care about Miss TV, so I'll skim through this shit as he uh, plugged the show again. Uh, his guest ASAP Cap, accompanied by the famous Almost. <laughs> mm-hmm. sw- what kind of cookies you got today? <laughs> I got these macadamia nuts. 
I want peanut butter. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I smirked a little as Miz and Morrison lip synced to ASAP Steam, but uh, that's about it. Yeah, they couldn't find a chair big enough for almost as ASAP says, "That's okay because that's a big Nick." Hey, hey, see him pump? You're a fucking liar. Ain't racist. That's dry fast. <laughs> yeah, he likes to stand. <laughs> Miz says, "Ooh, god damn, he took ate that motherfucking trouble in paradise." God, he ate that shit. Yeah, as we can see here, Kofi Kingston is a tag team champion. SOS! United States champion. SOS! Cruiserweight champion. SOS! X Division champion. <laughs> you know. Boop, boop, boop. <laughs> Nigga, you faking Jamaican. Damn. Yeah, man. Uh, Miz says the match is a TLC match, but why? Why? There's no blood feud between the two, as this is the first time McIntyre and uh, ASAP AJ are going to meet, and this is why the gimmick pay-per-views need to go the fuck away. Yeah. There's little to no importance to these <clears throat> matches anymore, and it just comes off as lazy creative. ASAP runs down the chairs, uh, tables, and ladders uh, match trying to hype us up for the match, but nah. It may be a good match, but the title ain't uh, coming off McIntyre, but nice try. They make fun of Sheamus and Drew McIntyre, and along with ASAP, they will have a handicapped tag team match later on against, against the two. <sighs> Sheamus comes out saying that they nailed them accents, and he's sick of people saying he's going to portray McIntyre, and he says it reminds him of a pub back in Dublin. <clears throat> As the people talk shit there as well. And if Miz and Morrison and ASAP was there, he'd nail the faces to the bar. Junk it kick their fucking heads. Junk it kick. Oh, never Yeah, and it'll send them to the gutter where they belong. They go through the strength numbers and uh, whatever. But comes out here, out comes McIntyre, who found his kilt from NXT TakeOver when he went against <laughs> Andrade. Yeah, uh, McIntyre is great, but I'm done with him and the Miz and others uh, being the main match on Monday Night Trash. It just doesn't... Mm -mm. Yeah, it just doesn't... It doesn't do nothing for me. McIntyre says Miz and Morrison keep coming back for more, to, uh, though getting fucked up every week. McIntyre calls Miz a bitch as a, every babyface does trying to look cool and shit. Mm -hmm. ASAP is on the outside saying that McIntyre and Sheamus must have forgot that with adding famous almost, it's four on two. And a brawl breaks out in the ring again as they <clears> take care of Miz and Morrison Again, the Money in the Bank briefcase is tossed up the stage. Again. Oh, yeah. Almost, like I said, almost David Dabba was also, you know, sitting down there. But anyway, I don't give a fuck about that neither. Okay, should we move on? Yup. Yeah. Kofi versus Shelton Benjamin. No? <laughs> like we fucking said last week, you knew uh, you was going to get this next week, and here it is. We might have a whole show of... Like I said, this is the only way to stretch out tag team feud as they've done it with damn near everyone and it's predictable. Kofi's left knee is still the target and it may come into play if the Hurt Business are able to capture the titles at TLC. Anyway, the finish. Straight to the finish. Kofi's on the outside and Shelton Benjamin goes to, I guess, spear Kofi through the barricade, but he dodges as Shelton hits uh, and he's not silly. MVP and uh, Cedric are yelling at Shelton to answer the count. <clears throat> As it was at nine, and he gets back to the inside and will. Trouble in paradise, and Kofi gets the win. Satiric, <laughs> the entertaining falsetto, says, Nah, Kofi, run that shit back, oh boy. Oh boy. And we will. To the finish. Cedric Alexander versus Kofi Kingston. 
which looks like it's 50-50 booking. Cedric is sick of the shit, bro. Come on! <laughs> Cedric continues working and softening up that leg of Kofi during this one, and I seen no Kawhi Leonard's in hand yesterday, and I'll stick to my Jordans. Right. I... <laughs> You gotta be a devoted fan of Kofi to rock them, uh, or Kofi. You gotta be a devoted fan or Kofi to rock them Leonard's, man. Because I yeah. seen them, I was like, why is this shit even happening? Yeah. What was that? Uh, Kawhi laugh. Uh-huh. That's how I laugh. That's how I laugh when I seen them shooting. Uh-huh. <laughs> you got it all out. <laughs> yeah. That's how I feel about them kicks. All right, man. They bought some- <laughs> <laughs> Fuck this show, All right, man. Bro, you got it, you got it. They bought some shit out of that SOS as uh, that could have been bad for Kofi. And Kofi tried to mount a comeback with a second win, but Cedric shut all of that shit down with a nice spinning brain buster for a near fall. And Cedric is looking for a superplex, but he's fought off. And Kofi, for whatever dumb reason, flies off the top, landing on that left leg again. And, well, Cedric gets the win with the lumbar check. Okay, so I give this whole thing a gram of some fire just because um, I like to see Cedric getting uh, getting some wins and doing a little bit more with him. I appreciate that. I don't like the fact that Shelton lost, but it may. I'm glad he didn't go the traditional route with this 50 50 booking. Um, I don't understand why Xavier didn't get in the ring, but it kind of wouldn't make no sense. I wonder why, because that's happening tomorrow. Nah, I mean, that. That's <laughs> he already did that, unless they're going to do Shelton versus uh, Xavier. Why not? Why not? Yeah. That's, that's what they do. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, I guess I guess it's get um Yeah, I guess a Bud Light. Okay. Can Bud Light. Uh I like aggra- I like aggressive cetering. Mm-hmm. Uh I don't know where they're going with his role and it's it's almost like when The Rock was in the nation, mm-hmm. how he was starting to do his own shit. They really didn't show too much of it, but you know, for the fact that Cedric was like, you know, run that shit back, and he basically took over, you know, what what uh, the hurt business was doing. And um, yes, I will. Yeah. Birthday joints. Oh yeah. 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 Yeah, but as as I was saying, um, good show for Cedric. I think I'm just ready for this one to be over and done with regarding um. Uh, the Hurt Business and The New Day they uh, I, I just can't get into The New Day now and I think it's definitely ran its course with whatever they're doing but you know this is one of the only tag teams that the WWE has and they'll still be around because what the fuck that's their fault huh nigga that's their fault yeah of course you know what I mean like of come course. on now like that's their fault I don't want to I don't want to hear that bullshit like you, to me you make I don't give a fuck about Kofi now bro like I don't give a shit about Kofi I don't give a fuck about Xavier. I mean, I love the, the Hurt Business because it's new. And, I mean, all of those people deserve shots. But to me, like, Xavier, Kofi, need, they need to just stop being New Day. And so since... Um, or be Hill. Yeah. Hill, New Day. I'm, like, I love Hill. Hill, New Day. That's, that's, what got, that's what made them popular in the first place. 
I was going to save this shit for next Saturday's episode, but since this cupcake is in my hand, uh, yeah, nigga, you old. You getting up there. Well, that's what happens. Yeah, that's what happens, but uh, glad for this cupcake right here. This is definitely going to Moving on, and uh, well, shit, this ain't even the main event this week, but I don't care because fuck Monday Night Trash to the finish. That's the theme this week, folks. Fuck Monday Night Trash to the, to the finish. Mm-hmm. Drew McIntyre, Sheamus versus Miz, Morrison, and ASAP, the cap. AJ, you heard it, the finish. Mm-hmm. And it's the same match last week at ASAP. ASAP said, just in case y'all forgot, I'm wrestling my ASAP t-shirt because I'm in the mob. <laughs> Put them up. Woo! Too sweet. Uh-huh. Bang that shit. Huh? Bang that shit. Bang what? I gotta take this. I gotta take this to the finish. Take straight to it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> of course, uh, in this match, there's a few miscues and mistakes fueling the turn. And what gets me is this always happens to initiate a turn, uh, unintentional mistakes uh, during a tag match with them landing a spot on each other. <clears throat> Ooh, excuse me. Damn, Rick. Yep. They whip up on Sheamus for a bit, and McIntyre gets a hot tag, doing his shit with the belly-to-belly throws and whatnot. McIntyre raises the Claymore for Morrison, but Miz pulls him out the ring, and ASAP lands to Aaron Enzigiri on McIntyre from the apron. Sheamus tags back in. Irish curse on ASAP. Junkie kick to the Miz. Oh, they real by Morrison with a back elbow on Sheamus, but he misses the crossbody. The junkie kick misses Morrison and hits McIntyre because he was unaware that, unaware that he needed a fix. Ooh, I need a real, real That's right. ASAP lands a phenomenal elbow on a distracted Sheamus, picking, uh, checking on McIntyre to pick up the win. And just like Elias, you don't watch the replay. Shit logic as McIntyre grits on the low down dirty Sheamus. Shame. Hey, um, oh, I, I enjoy that match. Let me see what's working with it. Is anything in this? Mm-mm. I wouldn't do you like that. <laughs> I wouldn't do you like that. <laughs> if I start getting slow, like, man, shit, man. Did you see he had some lint on his sandwich? <laughs> what are you talking about? The shit's kicked in, man. <laughs> ain't nothing in there. <laughs> got, oh. that, got, got that pseudo high. <laughs> I actually enjoyed this match. I, I I had no problem with him because AJ is like one of the funniest things going on TV. Yeah, it wasn't bad, but same Oh yeah, we've yeah. seen it. We've mm-hmm. seen it. We've seen it to death. Like, this is a good cupcake. Yeah, um, I give it a gram of some pump fake. Uh, pump fake. Uh, just because they teased the the turn, mm-hmm. and I thought it was gonna happen now, so they're just stretching out when they kind of don't need to. So, other than that, uh, the match was fine. We we seen it last week and just like you said, I had AJ Styles. Mm-hmm. So grandma's and pump fake. Damn, I took all the icing. Man, it's cool as banquet of beers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, was that cream cheese I tasted? Mm-hmm. Awesome. All right, uh, that's, my, that's my baby. Hey, shouts out, shouts out, man. Let me tell you something. Yeah, banquet of beers, man. Um, yeah, whatever 420 said. <laughs> Need I say more? They're trying to find a different way to like make it less obvious. But we know what's coming. Y'all said best friends too many times for it not to happen. Yeah, I mean, just, just you know, make it Sasha and Bailey, but not as entertaining. Mm-hmm. You know I mean, I'm, but I, I don't get me wrong. I know that this match is going to be incredible. But wouldn't you 
I really wouldn't mind if they slow rolled it to Mania. Can I get a slow road of Mania? Yeah, for them to continue their friendship, and you're thinking that maybe this shit won't happen. Yeah. But then it happens, and you're actually a little surprised about it. Yeah. God damn, the cupcake good, man. Yeah, that's what that's what you do, man. You, you make shit. Them. Um, damn, I like it, though. Yeah, like, if they could slow roll that to Mania, and they almost pull the actual full copy of Sasha and Bailey, I wouldn't mind it. Like, mm. take that shit to Mania. Yeah. For yeah. real, like, take that shit all the way to Mania. Y'all have great, that, That's a Mania match. McIntyre versus Sheamus, if you build, especially if you, from here on out, you build Sheamus up for us to take him seriously and quit putting him in bullshit matches and stuff, like, build. It'll be dope is even if they take it to, the, like, as tag team champions, they're tag team champions, but they're going. He's going for the title. That cupcake is enhanced. And <laughs> you course. But like, yeah, like champion versus champion for the championship. That've been dope. Like almost like uh, yeah. Shawn Michaels and John Cena. Yeah, for sure, for sure. All right, man. Um, and maybe that's how he turns. Maybe instead of him turning, it's Drew McIntyre that turns. Mm. Sheamus beats Drew McIntyre for the motherfucking title, and. At Mania, he he turns. You know what I'm saying? I think so, it's too soon for McIntyre to turn though, because they they he turn at WrestleMania. But they need a dominant face on Monday Night Trash. Okay, that's what well I'm you done built Sheamus up. Okay, all you right. still got Edge. That's, that's, if they no, them. you have you have the biggest face. You have you have the Fiend, dog. You the Fiend the, is not a face. Fiend is to a face. Says who? Who is he feel? Who everybody he's feud, feuded with has been a heel. He's a, Everybody's he's feuded a with tweener to me. How? If that, I mean, he, we, he, we we discussed this what about a week or two ago. Like, let them both be heels. Like, I don't see any. He's not a heel. Okay, if you say so. I mean, that's what I did. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you say so, but he don't look like a face to me. Okay, he looks can be the. He looks like the fiend. I mean, he's a fucking face, dog. Okay. Randy Orton's a heel. Retroburied is a heel group. That's your story. You sticking well, to okay. it? Okay, motherfucking. Uh, Try Beezus, he's a fucking heel. Like, all of them are heels, dog. We well, talking Vince about? made him a face. Since when? He's Big Show, man. It don't matter. <laughs> 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 that motherfucker flip flops more than Ray Mysterio. Indeed. Yep. All right, to keep you coming back for more, guess what blockbuster match was announced for next week as this show somehow gets worse by the week? Mm-hmm. I don't even know. Lana? No. Versus no. Nia Jax? No. Somebody's going to the hospital. I can't wait for that one. Man, hopefully it won't be uh, 420 sending them. <laughs> See what you did there. See what you did there. Uh, uh, wow, Oscar with no face paint? Oh, looking like a snack. Yeah, I agree. We haven't seen that since oh, NXT. Give me some of that dim sum. Unless you watch her on YouTube. You know, uh, I, mean, I mean, I can't listen to kind of talk. I'm just talking. Lana doubts herself, but Oscar says, fuck that shit and uh, take that fucking L. <laughs> uh, damn, Grimace. Nia shows up behind Lana and stares her down like she's that saucy, tangy mech rib sandwich that is back right now at McDonald's. <laughs> I had one not too long ago. Not bad. Not bad. Yep. People say that shit, but somehow they keep on coming back. So somebody's eating them shits. Y'all. <laughs> y'all people. <laughs> now, we go through this 
through phases. My homie 420 will turn <laughs> vegan for about a week. Be like, motherfucker. They ain't got nothing to do with me, real. You, no, let me finish. I don't eat that shit. Let me finish. <laughs> Everything I touch. Look, nigga, you don't want to fuck around with that. What you want to do is go out here, take you some of this nice grass that was just cut, mm-hmm. roll it up, sprinkle a little bit of salt on it, and eat that shit. Do it like salt bay, <laughs> Next week, nigga, you trying to go in half on a pizza? Goddamn right, man. Urges, man. That, that, that goddamn curd, nigga. That curd got me. The fucking cow got me. But yeah, I know it has something to do with McRib, but yeah. This, Fuck that McRib. Nigga goes full vegan for at least a week or two, and I gotta hear about the shit. I miss Way Barrett. Nigga, sometimes when the hail, like if you get the ice before it really hit the ground, man, it's fresh. What? <laughs> so, so you telling me you don't want to order pizza? Yeah, man, let's order pizza. Uh, <laughs> All right, man. Charlie Crusoe catches up with Seamus who, Seamus, who says he knows Drew McIntyre is coming back there to try to kick his arse, as well as Seamus is going to try to kick his. Charlie, no Charlie, no more. Charlie. Asked, was that junkie kick intentional? <clears throat> God damn. Damn, Rick. And Seamus says no, but there, but here's McIntyre who says you know exactly what's about to happen, right? Yep, a fucking commercial. Boo. Back from break, and probably after drink of water, these two brawl it out backstage. Uh, yeah, Raw Underground is back, baby. Not so, not so. They tear shit up as Pat Buck, who is resembling a little low down dirty, tries to break it up. Well, Seamus asks, is he serious? And now he and McIntyre are fucking up Pat Buck, and he and it's not long, but he's put through a table. McIntyre and Seamus after that are now going for a pint. Yup. Okay, so uh Bobby Lashley versus Jeff Hardy? Shit, I'm with it. Uh, to keep the tradition of fuck Monday Night Trash to the finish uh, going, we're also going there with this one. Jeff's stock has dropped after uh, a little after that feud with Elias, who was paired up with, um, I put my foot in my mouth, I love Jeebus, Jackson Riker. Mm. Yeah, that's what I said. I heard I got wind of that and seen him on main event. Yeah. On Twitter. Yeah. But anyways, not his fault, or uh, not Elias' fault uh, right now. Well, not Jeff's fault right now, but I don't give a shit about him. Uh, but Cutter, Curtis does. <laughs> Matt Riddle and his bro nuts approaches Jeff about becoming the Hardy Bros, as we might see as uh, we also uh, see less of Minority Wars tonight. Minority Wars! <laughs> Where <are you> at? <laughs> Honestly, I don't think this was smart by booking uh, Jeff to be in this match after almost killing himself last week. And wasn't he being monitored for a concussion? Yeah. And you put him in a ring with Lashley? Yeah. Yeah, uh, he's got to be sore from that swanton near the steel steps. But uh, Lashley was very dominant at the beginning. And even though Hardy is getting in a little bit of offense, he's still selling the bumps from last week. MVP is on the apron, and this brings out Riddle to even up the odds. And... It was still plenty of Lashley, though this one was uh, then the vintage Jeff shit. Twist of fate, then a swanton audible miss that tweaks the back of Jeff as Lashley rolls out the way. The move that the fiend fears, the spear, onto Jeff, then the hurt lock, 
and uh, ring that bell, and Lashley picks up the win, but doesn't want to let go. And Riddle tries to save Jeff, and MVP holds on to the legs while he's trying to enter the ring. He kicks off MVP, then Lashley flings Jeff into Riddle, sending them into the corner. All right, Lashley is, uh, as usual, looking very dominant. And why does this nigga Lashley find a way to bleed every week, though? <laughs> MVP must approve of them bro nuts. Yeah, MVP must approve of them bro nuts as he treats himself to one going up the ramp. <clears throat> I like the match. I thought it was dope. I was cool with it. I, mean, I pretty much knew what was going to happen. Yeah, but I'm, I'm glad he got that. I'm glad uh, Lashley got a win at his expense and he got that, he got that ass whooped, you yeah. know? Yeah, like I, like I like I said last week, this is Phil talking. Jeff, he got a he got a couple doobies in his backpack. Damn, he <laughs> even trying to take over Jeff this week. God damn. Uh, he also got some pills. Uh, they ain't number caffeine pills. Phil six six nine. They ain't number caffeine pills, but you know, slippery slope. I thought you loved Jeff. I mean, Curtis fucking with my job, man. Yeah, that's right. He got one more fucking time to sneeze the fucking wrong way, and he's out of here. I mean, I'm doing everything by the book. <laughs> everything. Company, man. And I like to add this part right here before. Jeff yeah, also Jeff also drinking laxative. Look, man, laxative? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> you tell him because he's drinking laxative? Jeff always, Jeff always uh, get twenty percent on the tip. That's enough. That's enough, Phil. That's enough. Um, yeah. If, if I can add this right here, uh, more news. It appears that Matt Riddle has a big supporter in Vince Man, and according to Dave Meltz on Wrestler Observer Radio, the WWE chairman really likes Riddle and thinks he's very funny in his own weird way. Although McMahon, I don't uh, doesn't understand Riddle's gimmick. He uh, and doesn't get his gimmick. He believes that he has to keep him on television due to the comedic aspect of the character. McMahon doesn't see Riddle as a main event star, but definitely worth uh, some TV time. Okay. Same thing he probably didn't see in RVD that he don't see in Matt Riddle. Uh, I was about to say the same thing. Because at one time, RVD was, was, all he was, was, did you see that? That was cool. Rob Van Dam. And that's that's it. That's all That's all he needed to be, though. Just put that strap on him and put him in the main event. That's all he needed to be. Mm, That's yeah, all but, RVD ever was. But of course, I love RVD's promos in ECW. Yeah, like pissed off RVD, but other than that, when he pissed off, it's... Yeah, dude. But even RVD was pissed. Remember that promo he had on One Night Stand? Yeah. Where he said that he, he was sick of just... That was cool. One mm. night. Um, yeah. Uh, did you give that a rating? What, though? The match... Oh yeah, there's some grandma, some uh, grandma, some Reggie. One bad, one good. I agree. Uh, <clears throat> a beer that isn't bad that also isn't good is Miller High Life. <laughs> oh, it's it's just a par for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I said it was very, very predictable uh, what was going to happen. I am wanting so bad for Bobby Lashley to be in the world title picture. Like, 
you know, I, I would I would predict that Matt Riddle gets that title off of Bobby Lashley at some time. Mm-hmm. And let's move Bobby Lashley into that main event scene. Like they have they have worked and the MVP has done a superb job of making Lashley making us pay attention to Lashley. Mm-hmm. And we all knew that it was gonna happen as soon as these guys got together. Even even the way Lashley talks now, you know, is different in comparison to back then when he was by himself. Like you actually give a shit. You believe him. He comes in at a time when he's supposed to. Like MVP will say some shit and then motherfucking Lashley be like, talk to him. You know, just mm-hmm. little shit like that, you know? Um but yeah, man. Uh, as far as Jeff goes, man, uh, until he, I guess, finally gets his match with the Fiend, you know, Jeff is pretty much on the back burner. Yeah. All right, man. Um, Randy Orton is backstage, and he hears a knock at the door, and well, it's Rambler Rabbit who says Bray Wyatt can't wait to see him in the ring, and it's gonna be so much fun. <laughs> Randy Orton versus Bray Wyatt, folks. And yeah, we're close to the end of this. Wow. Damn, they actually gave us a match to break the streak. Serena Bell. All right, they lock it up. Headlock on Bray, who drops Orton with a shoulder tackle. They go to lock it up again, but Orton kicks Bray in the midsection and lands some shots. And the European! Straight from London! Sending Bray to the outside. Orton bounces the head of Bray off the announcer's desk and goes for the belly-to-back, but Bray blocks it and headbutts Orton. Belly-to-back suplex from Bray on the announcer's desk, and Bray is crawling and sees Tom Phillips, the wuss that he is, and he escapes over the barricade. <laughs> Bray grabs a headset. Yowie wowie, we'll be right back. <laughs> As these motherfuckers actually go to a commercial... <laughs> And usually I hate this shit, but because it was Bray, I didn't fucking mind this shit at all. Uh, back from break, Orton is stomping the limbs of Bray, who was laughing about the shit, and Orton with a foot on the throat until answering the five count, and back comes Bray with a chop smack. <laughs> what 420 said? With a chop smack through the throat. <laughs> As 420 put it. Uh, right hand from Bray, who sends Orton into the corner and eats a back elbow while going in. Bray's face is raked off the boots of Orton, who delivers a knee to the ground at Bray and a cover for a kick out. But Orton stomps on the chest of Bray, chin lock on Bray, who gets to his feet and breaks a hole. But Orton to the midsection, then he drives Bray to the mat, another cover and a kick out. Bray back into a chin lock, but not for long as he fights his way out again. Orton with another kick to the midsection. Then he goes into the ropes, but he's blasted with a clothesline. Bray leans upside down off the turnbuckle, then goes uh, then goes for Orton with some shots, and then another deadly move, the atomic drop. <laughs> Running clothesline on Orton in the corner, then a crossbody, then a DDT on Orton, then a cover for a near fall. Bray goes for the sister Abigail, but is countered into the signature backbreaker from Orton and a cover for a two. Orton stomps on them limbs again and headbutts Bray on the apron Orton takes Bray back to the announcer's desk to get in his belly to back, get in his belly to back suplex, and does. Orton going for Bray in the inside of the ring, but gets set up for the sister Abigail. But Orton counters and pokes Bray in the eye. Bray is now on the apron, and Orton lands some more shots, draping DDT on Bray, and he's coiled to strike. But the lights begin to shut off. But anyway, wham, wham, RKO for the win. But Technodrome, but the Technodrome goes black. The lights are back on, but in the red. And Orton is still covering Bray? No! It's the Fiend who cinches in the mandible claw on Randall Keith as, uh, as this shit of a show comes to an end. And that was, my friends, fuck Monday Night Trash to the finish. Uh, I mean, sure. Uh, I enjoyed this match. Yeah, a lot. I, I'm glad Sorry. I got to see them. 
course, this is my fucking uh, roach clip of the week. Yep. It could be no other roach clip. Last <laughs> shot. Yeah, it <laughs> could be anything else. Um, I enjoyed everything about it. it That's was definitely, all the This was definitely an eighth yeah. of some gelato. Mm-hmm. Uh, I loved it. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with it ever. I mean, I like the... I mean, I like that even though you kind of know maybe... Some, I mean, you're not even sure because Bray Wyatt can't win. I mean, I knew that Bray Wyatt was going to lose, and it's not even 50 50 booking because I love the fact that Bray Wyatt like beat the Miz at one time. Like, I mean, like the Bray Wyatt's you know, fun house character, it's not just you know, he's he's a pushover to the top tier, but I think he runs the you know, lower. Lower tier world world championship. Oh, yeah, he still can get some wins. Just yeah, as Bray Wyatt. just as Bray Wyatt. So, uh, but I, I I just Since love the gimmick. That shit God damn, Kelly, Kelly, you motherfucker! You ain't no fucking wrestler. Yeah. Beth Phoenix of wrestle. That's why you're asking that fucking Cobra, uh, Camel Clutch right now. You yeah. non wrestling. I mean, Kelly Kelly was the one of the best of the non wrestling. Yeah, I couldn't stand Kelly Kelly. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, like I said, it was dope. Um, can't wait to see how this match is gonna play out on uh, TLC. All right, yeah, um, yeah, as well as my last shot, ice cold Heineken. Um, I would think, you know, in a little prediction, like if Orton does go over Bray, uh, the Fiend at TLC. I say maybe it's because he fucking RKO's Alexa Bliss. Right. <laughs> you know what's coming. He's mm-hmm. RKO'd every broad around him. Yeah. Why is Alexa Bliss an exception? She ain't going to be no exception. She's going to get that work. <laughs> well. Yeah. That's exactly what's going to happen. It's coming. It's coming. But, um, yeah, like, you know, I'm, I'm intrigued on whatever's going on. Like, you know, I did say it was fizzing out a little bit just because I, I don't like that overexposure of the fiend. Make that remain special. You mm-hmm. can give Randy Orton, Bray Wyatt, you can give him the muscle man or whoever else, but mm-hmm. just save the fiend for the main course. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, the, the fiend definitely has to be built very importantly. Um, well, to me, it almost makes it seem like but, Randy Orton's important. It he makes- is important. But yeah, also, the fact that he has to bring out the fiends so much makes him important. But also, though, it's like, damn, Orton was the champion not too long ago. Right. <laughs> That's crazy. So I don't know how he ends up with the title. And, hey, I'm a leopard. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how he ends up back up with the uh, world title. That's even if he does get the world title for WrestleMania and they have their title match. <clears throat> God damn. Damn, Rick. Against Edge. Uh we still don't know how that's going to happen, but, you know, whatever. God, God terrible botch. Uh, anyway, yeah, just because we're under an hour on Monday Night Trash this week, and I love the fact that we are, we're going to take a little break, and we will be back in a few minutes. How about you stick to your job? We'll be right back after this. You little bitches, 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 niggas, 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 bitches, niggas, niggas, bitches, niggas, And... We back in this bitch, you little bitches, bitch. I ain't even looking. This motherfucker don't give you the cue or nothing like that. No cue at all, son, because we are on A's. Hops. And Turnbuckles. So get your mind right. You heard about enough help. You claiming jobs and stuff? Yeah, you damn right. I'll mm-hmm. take us to break. 
Nigga. I believe you stay on your job. I'm going to do it again. Run, run your shit up. <laughs> you stay on your job. I'm do it again. No. What you going to do? I, feel, I can show you better than I can tell you. I can show you better than I can tell you. What? Hit that blunt? <laughs> All right, it's Smackdown and do 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 do. Are you ready for? Well, shit, this was almost the same show, wasn't it? Fuck out of here! A better show. Only because it's the chief, as well as a couple. Okay, other. look, why, why, why look a good horse in the mouth? Okay, <laughs> my it's bad. Great. I'm saying positive. All right, my bad. I mean, God damn, like, it's only him. Okay, well, at least it's good. It's Better than what the fuck I watched on Raw and I didn't get three hours of it shoved down my goddamn throat. By the way, fuck Monday Night Trash to the finish. All right, man, we're going to get into it. Uh, Yeah, man, Dolph Ziggler defeats Montez Ford. Uh, Rinse and repeat. Yeah. Sami Zayn defeats Big E via countout. Riot Squad defeats Billy Kay and guess who? (laughs) The Boat. Damn, that was guess who to go to. Spoiler alert. Dude, this dude, let me tell you something about 420. If you watching a movie or you might be watching a pay-per-view or late to it, do not talk to this guy. Don't talk to this guy, man. Because I'm milked four months after it came out. I'm spoiled. (laughs) This motherfucker, I remember I'm sitting there watching SummerSlam. I'm like, man, ain't shit good about this shit. And I'm waiting for, I guess, the good part, the main event with Bray Wyatt. This motherfucker comes and tells me, oh, man, what you think about Roman turning heel? I said, God damn. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man, and that was the day the spirit spark was born. Then on top of that, this nigga gets on me because, well, nigga, you should have been there when it was happening. I mean, nigga, like, when I talked to you, <laughs> it was like a good hour after the pay-per-view was off. Like, hey, nigga, you, you seen it yet? You do know I have a wife. Anybody hear that shit? You do know I have a wife. Hey, anybody want to hear that shit? That don't mean shit to you. <laughs> he gonna spoil the shit. Like I said, a mo- well, shit, man. Hustle. Look, look, look. When it comes to wrestling, you got an hour, maybe an hour and 30 minutes to be caught up on what's going on. If not... I'm like milk four months after it came out. I'm spoiled. Along with games too. He he just purposely ruined Red Dead Redemption for me. Part man, two. Man, this man had tuberculosis. Like nigga, they, it's 2020. They still ain't got that for that shit. When I go clean them motherfuckers, bro, I got the motherfucker be suited and booted, nigga. Everything out. What are you talking about? Bo- it's locusts out there. Tuberco. You want them beaties? <laughs> you want that tuberculosis? <laughs> what you want? And this is his reason for him to redemption too. I was just sitting here looking at him. Oh yeah, you got yeah. to the part where he got tuberculosis. I said, "What the fuck, man?" <laughs> I mean, shit. You know what happened out there? Nigga gonna die. I, I said, mean, "Well, fuck." I mean, come on now. They just also made no cure back in the day. Now they don't have it now. Yeah, so I ain't tell when I'm playing no more. I just. Yo, I'll tell nothing. you what I'm playing. That motherfucking, uh, that last Tomb Raider is off the fucking chain. It's so dope. You know, you just remind me of that shit, and my PlayStation is broken. But it should be back up and running. And ah, back to Xbox One I go. For See, I'm about to go back to my Switch here next week. Mm-hmm. Nah. 
because that switch is coming to my house. Ah, no. <laughs> I got to get back on that Final Fantasy uh, 10, man. Yeah, hey, hey, man. 10. Mm-hmm. Such a great RB, uh, R- RPG. All right, man. Uh, as I was saying, Cesaro and Shinsuke Nakamura. Shinsuke Nakamura! Yeah, they defeat Otis and Chad Gable. Shinsuke Nakamura. And Carmella defeats Sasha Banks. More on that later. All right. Oh, it's a little bit of pyro this week. Bang, bang. I- oh, shit. That's why. Uh, the Technodrome is now emanating from Tropicana Field as their time at the Amway Center has came to an end. But you wouldn't tell any difference because, hell. It looks exactly yeah. the same. Yep. Uh, it's boss time of shit. Sasha Banks, you almost. <laughs> That's all I got. Miles away. Yes, 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 y'all. Yes, yes, y'all. Sasha Banks, y'all. That's my cousin, y'all. That's all I got. That's the whole bit, is me just doing that. I mean, that's the whole bit. Because you know the best bit in the world is. All I got for that bit is the bit in the bit. Oh no! Before she even comes down to the ring, what are you, what are you crying this week for? Crying, Sasha? Wee! <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> yeah, nothing beats mother crying, Sasha, nigga. Nothing, nothing at all. Um, yeah, man. Uh, but shit. Uh, you're almost giving my last shot of this week's show, Kayla Braxton. Right? Kayla! You got me on my knees! Run for the money with that lilac fit she's sporting. Lord. I have seen the light. Yeah, but let me guess. It's another fucking contract signing. and Can't get more any, uh, any more original than that. Same but they old, do! Same old shit, Vince and Bruce giving sloppy toppy. That's what I'm doing, Pritchard. All right, uh, Adam, I'm not a GM, but I am Pierce, moderates this one as he says this contract signing will make the match official. Pierce goes to introduce Carmella, but not. But Sasha notices there isn't a fucking contract in the folder. Hold the fuck up, Pierce. Uh, Sasha asks, is this a setup? And where's that bitch Carmella? That's, anno- that's uh, an annoying laugh that Carmella has, and uh, she's on the Titantron with the contract. Who says she makes the rules and Sasha follows them? She did sign the contract, though, and she will have it hand-delivered by the nigga that Timothy Thatcher made tap the fuck out about a month ago on NXT. And it's James Ellsworth version 2.0. Yeah. He also doubles as her uh, messenger boy and whatever else she wants. Uh, does Corey Graves know about that shit? Mm-hmm. He's going to be a motherfucking page and motherfucking Xavier, <laughs> Xavier motherfucking porno all over again. Tell me about it. All right, uh, yeah. She sends him out for Oh, some- you want me to tell you about it? So what happened was... No, don't... Oh, oh, my <laughs> No, bad. Oh, no. My bad. My bad. It was just... Jesus Christ. All right, uh, she sends him out for Sasha to sign it, who always... Who says she knew the bitch was up to uh, some dirty little tricks. And ain't she embarrassed being her? And Carmella says, fuck no. And she... She's proud of who she is, and she doesn't pander to them little internet mouth breathers like Sasha. Did Sasha think that Carmella was going to get in the ring with her tonight when she tried to maul her like an animal a couple of weeks back? 
This ain't the Tiger King, it's the Queen's Gambit, and she's a hot chick playing chess with Sasha's life, and she's always four moves ahead. Sasha uh, says Carmella wants to play games. Well, how about this one? How far back will Carmella bend as she will make Carmella's spine touch her, uh, t her back touch her spine? Or how about fast she can make her cry? Well, we know how fast uh, Sasha can cry. <laughs> You talking about no, no, my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. No, 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 no. I don't like no. God damn, man. So, you you still mad? You and Bailey ain't friends. Me and Bailey, we, we was best friends for the longest time. We went up in the NXT performance center together, and she came up there when she won the title. I cried oh, like a little bitch, and then she brought it back, and I had to be there. she came back, and I don't like that shit. Well, what do you mean uh, have a new friend in Bianca Belair? Oh, she another black chick, and she got a fat ass to me, and my ass is a little small. Oh, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think I think she's stronger than me too. I don't think she. I don't finish a move look better than my motherfucking retarded ass, motherfucking crippled cross face without the cripple. Bullshit! Oh, <laughs> oh my god! I get too many mini auras, and I think I'm gonna break my back, but I'm gonna still do it because I love WWE champion. I haven't seen it yet, but I heard you were great in Mandalorian. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh shit, man! That Obi Wan Kenobi's coming out, man. man that fuck all of that. It's gonna be shit. great. If it ain't got the fucking man. They, they better, they better have that fucking. Solo script. was Solo they, was good. Solo was one of the better motherfuckers. Yeah, Solo. Everything. Rogue One. Have yeah, you seen Ro Rogue One? I did see Rogue One. Have you seen Rogue One? Have you seen Rogue One? I'm glad I did because we know if I didn't, he'd spoil the shit. Oh yeah, well I'm about to tell you now. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh man, shit. yeah man. I'm about another roll up another blunt because I got me some brand new. <laughs> well, what was the name of that Nintendo that came out not too long ago? Uh, it wasn't the Switch. No. It wasn't the GameCube. No. It was the Wii. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> yeah, man. Carmella wants Pierce to get some control of the legit boss, and Sasha is so jealous of her. Ellsworth 2.0 is now in the ring with the contract. Carmella says as soon as Sasha signs that contract, she knows her days of being smacking down women's champion is over. Sasha signs the contract with her legit stamp, and she wants to flip the script. If Carmella really wants that title, how about she comes out there tonight? Carmella, don't make no fucking news, uh... Because uh, Sasha is the boss and Carmella accepts. Okay? So once again, we're going to give away this match for a fuck finish just to have it at TLC, right? So they couldn't wait? I mean, at least, least, at least. No, at least. No, 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 no. At least, by it being a gimmick pay per view, at least that will have a reason for it to be in a gimmick motherfucking match. That's the only thing you're giving me out of that is you're giving me a reason for it to be a gimmick match. Drew McIntyre versus AJ Styles in a fucking gimmick match makes no sense. I said it didn't make any sense. Like they had, there's no blood, there's yeah, no feud there's at no, all. They, they've never wrestled before. Yeah, but but still, like just, they only had like two more weeks to go, and they could have touched in. Like the fact that Carmella kept on fucking Sasha up and kept on getting the upper hand 
was more than enough for me to want to see Carmella get her ass whipped at the pay per view. Right. So yeah, this match tonight, just like uh, or or if she was like made it a chair match, or maybe like you know maybe every time she was getting her in the past couple weeks, yeah. she kept on hitting her in the back with a chair. And yeah, I mean that would give it a reason to be a chair match, but a legit reason for it to be a chair match. You know oh, what I'm saying? Yeah, but just. I don't like when they give away a match before a pay per view. That's just. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, don't get me wrong. Yeah. I understand it, but do you give a fuck about the gimmick? Do you give a fuck about Carmella going for the title? Why is Carmella immediately going for the title? Well, when you could have, when in actuality, if you really was going to be smart, and if you really was going to go for the gusto, and you was really going to be a a, a, a Forward thinking brand, yeah. you would have you would have drafted fucking Natalia, you would have kept the fucking thought foundation. You knew that I'm a thought, you knew that I'm a thought, you knew that I'm a thought how to bring it up so I can sing this song. Thought Foundation Wayne back. No, they're not where they're at. I am so sad and disappointed. My sales are going down at Mark Beer's Boutique. Chuck and Duck Hotel sales are up. I'm seeing lots and lots of people that come and appear who I don't know who this Carmela is, but look for me on FaceSpace, InstaTweet, TikTok. Snap your finger. You can do it all by yourself. You come to my store. I still have I Love Tot t-shirts. I know they're not WWE licensed stuff, but don't tell anybody. Oh, my mistake. I just told somebody. I've got to go. See you later. And if you would have kept them two together, it would have made so much sense to have her go for the, like, that would have been the next person you had Sasha Banks go through. Like, how, you know, Lana on the outside doing the distractions. I mean, like, that would have been a good little few to have, you know what I'm saying? A little blow-off you from the major, you know what I'm saying, pretty much all of 2020 being about you and Bailey. So, this match was so bad that I didn't even know this shit was on. Finally, 420 has put on a pay-per-view that I don't give a fuck about. Yeah. <laughs> still watching TLC 2011 and we're on Triple H versus Kevin Nash. And I don't give a fuck about it. In a sledgehammer on a pole or a sledgehammer match. So. Kevin Nash's knee said, I hate you. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, well, I guess we can move on, right? Sure. All right. The real reason I'm here is Kayla Braxton as she welcomes the Street Profits. And Tez says he'll take on Dolph the Loser. And I don't care. And I don't care what the fuck Dawkins said, and they're up and they want the smoke. So it's Dolph the Loser versus Montez Ford, and is this Monday Night Trash? But it's straight to the goddamn finish, I know that! Yeah, uh, how many fucking singles matches are we going to have in order to enhance tag team feuds? That's been the whole theme the whole fucking week, right? Yep. Um, damn, more shit going to the finish, as 420 said. Dolph seems to be a little pissed about him being called a poor man's HBK by the Prophets a few weeks ago, and the loser says it makes no sense because he's rich as hell. And I bet he took that contract and fuck his career as he'll continue to job out to just about anyone. Hope that money is worth it, guy. And he strikes back saying Prophets are a poor man's Dezus and Dezus and Miro. And uh, the only thing less funny than his stand-up comedy is the Prophets and the fact that they're the champs. Regular Robert Rude, regular... Average as fuck. Average as fuck. You don't mean that. And 
Nothing more, he's meteor core. Yeah, regular ass Robert Roode. Says when they get their opportunity for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. They gonna lose. No, he said their reign is going up in smoke and who the fuck cares? I mean, would you care about them if they had the tag titles? No. We're seeing the same exact storyline on Monday Night Trash. And minus an extra black team. Yeah, and of course, it'll be Rude versus Dawkins next week. During the match, though, it rained blue solo cups. Take away, uh, take nothing away from Dolph Ziggler, though. He's great in the ring, as he showed in this match. And it's a goddamn fucking shame that he's content with his position in the company. And in the end, we got Dolph looking for the zigzag, but Tez holds on to the ropes and lands to Enzigiri. Oh, shit. Tez goes... Damn, Rick. <laughs> Tez goes to the top, and regular Rude attacks Dawkins on the outside, distracting forward as Dawkins is sent to the steel steps. Dolph drops on to the ropes, causing Tez to drop off the turnbuckle, super kick to Tez, and even though Dolph gets the win, he's still a fucking loser. Loser! <laughs> My phone died, so leave alone. <laughs> it's back to lively loans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. I don't give a fuck about this, man. And uh, hmm, what's a beard that I don't give a fuck about? Let's go with a regular Michelob. I don't give a fuck about it. I don't ever drink them unless it's an ultra. Ultra! Combo. All right. All right. uh, Where the fuck is the Liberator shirt? As Big E shows off his new t-shirt. Man, I want that shirt. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to you. And we've got new catering click, uh, new catering click with some shorts is Kalisto, and of course the catering resident Apollo, uh, and Tamina uh, present the stick figure. I am Tamina. Yeah, it was Tamina back there. I thought it was a dude. You trying to say it's Timmy? Yeah, Timmy, <laughs> Timmy, 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 Tamina, Mama Rock. Man rock my cousin, so I still got a job. Timmy, 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 Tamina. <laughs> Ain't nobody ever mean her. Timmy, 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 Tamina. Ain't nobody ever mean Timmy Turner. <laughs> I'm old and my knees wobble. Wobble, 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 wobble. Timmy, 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 Tamina. Yeah, they... Uh, for 20 roll up it's reefer <laughs> they present the stick figure I am Sami Zayn t-shirt and it's just as so bad so not the Tamina 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 it's just as bad as the B team t-shirt remember them mm. why is Bo Dallas not appeared in forever and Zayn tries to rip the shirt but it's unsuccessful as his hand is still injured uh let's let's uh rewind back because <laughs> 420 went on went on his uh his whole uh stick about uh Carmella and Sasha and I I forgot to put this part in there. So uh <clears throat> this is retarded <laughs> and Sasha wants to give Carmella a preview of how nasty it will get tonight as she slaps the NXT out of uh what do they call him the sommelier and them heels are kicked off and down them lessons in thatch and thatch can didn't help as all at all as he gets fucked up by sasha he's hit with the backstabber and sasha flips the table over on the nigga well shit yeah i forgot to add that okay <laughs> this man is doing something you 
proud of that, won't you? He's, I'm going to be out of order and everything. But where are we at now on the show? <laughs> Smack him down because I'm lost. <laughs> Timmy, Tamina, Tamina. You didn't hit your Timmy, Timmy, We'll get back to it. We were talking about Liberator, Sami Zayn. Well, and, stick uh, with his shirts. You don't know nothing about shirts. Well, nigga, you a supervisor for the show now? Oh, well, well now you're all uh, uh, company main now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, this is haze, hops, and turnbuckles. We do nothing correct over here. No, no, it's haze. See, you tried correcting me then. All right. Let that shit sizzle. Let that shit sizzle. And turnbuckles. <laughs> correct that. <laughs> no, you may continue. <laughs> I don't know if it's a spirit smart or 426. Maybe it's both. <laughs> I am one and we are we are we are one like Venom. <laughs> spirit smart is probably talking to him like, hey man, tell him to shut the hell up and do the show. Tell him you kill him outside. <laughs> don't make you pull that the wall out. Hey man. Sami Zayn versus Big E. <laughs> Zayn is in the ring still complaining about the fact he doesn't have any merch and not for everyone, but for his people across the world. And they showed their appreciation for the late Pat Patterson, who was also a Montreal Quebecer, who was the first Intercontinental Champ, but look at how the fuck they're treating the current one. Big E's music hits, and I guess they're giving us the new day shedding week by week? Last week it was the new theme entrance. This week a new t-shirt. So I guess next week uh, a new singlet. But he'll probably still have the new day jacket on. And then finally a TLC. Or the following week on SmackDown. It'll be the complete transformation. Yeah. I mean, I do like the new theme though. That shit's pretty dope. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I yeah. just kind of wish you would. Like, you could still do. You could still be comedic. But like take that out of your. Like your presentation. Yeah. Like that's the only thing I don't like about the Big E. Like, like you need to. We know you funny, but do something else. Or maybe we're waiting for a heel turn. Well, whatever it is, uh, uh, both of his knees just broke, man. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I I don't know, man. Um, Just a New Day thing. Like, if they, when they split them up, it should have just been that, and that's it. Big A should have came out that following week. Knew everything. But... Ring the bell as Zane tells Michael Cole it's a non-title match. Wait a minute, I thought Vince said that they can't say that anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, they can't say it anymore, but you know what they can say? Cat Bay. <laughs> <laughs> they lock it up, and Zane is dropped, and he's back on the outside. Zane claims his hair was pulled. They lock it back up, and it's Big E with a headlock on Zane, who lands some kidney shots. Holy no sell the fucking ladder spot. I mean, the table spot, Kevin Nash. Goodness. Yeah, uh, Zane, who lands some kidney shots. Oh, he took out the fucking knees, though. Oh, shit. That shit was dope. He beat the body up with it. Like, instead, you know, I'm thinking he going for the classic headshot. Yeah. That was dope how he went to the fucking knee first. Well, like, he's already taking yeah, that. That's, that's what makes it dope. Like, you know, your knees, you know, this nigga's <laughs> knees is gone, bro. God damn, triple. Triple. You Paul, you Paul Levesque right now. You said, nah, fuck this shit. Remember, you tried to fuck China back in the day, nigga. I remember that shit. He did? I don't know. I'm just making up shit. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. told me that bitch looked like a man. Then you said, you said, oh, no, nah, she all right. She yeah. all right. After I started hitting it. 
Oh, now she's straight for the stroke? Oh, now oh, oh, now? now you don't care. Oh, now? Uh, now you want to give her the jackknife? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now you trying to pump up full of that diesel? <laughs> <laughs> now it ain't too sweet, huh? <laughs> now you want her to call you big sexy? Told her you ordered her to get on your new world. <laughs> she ain't an outsider no more to you. <laughs> yeah, goddamn right. <laughs> big boo. <laughs> Try to get hold of big boo. <laughs> Try to hit her there with a dough sidewalk slam, huh? Trying to hit her with the sidewalk, huh? Well, you trying to make her join the wolf pack? All right, man. And we can get, damn. We can get to, damn. to this damn. match as 420 <laughs> coughs up alone. Yeah, like I said, they lock it back up. And it's Biggie with a headlock on Zane who lands some kidney shots in a headlock of his own. Biggie sends Zane into the ropes and he kicks Biggie in the midsection as he went for a back body drop. Biggie with a leapfrog, then he tries applying a domino stretch on Zane who fights out and lands another kick the, uh, to the midsection, then a right hand damaging it a little. Uh, Big E answers back with a back elbow, then he drags Zane to the apron and lands some clubbing blows to the chest. <laughs> Chipotle splash on Zane, and that always looks painful. Rice and beans! <laughs> while on the apron. Apron. Back for break. Zane's knees is on the back of Big E as he grabs the ropes while damaging the throat before the five count. All of that throat beat. Yep. Uh, elbow to the face. Then some mounted punches on Big E. Zane can't get the snap mare on Big E, but he can land a knee to the nose and the cover for a kick out. And chin lock to Big E, who's up. And I thought Big E are... I thought Big E already fucking proved that he can hang in the solo act as Corey Graves is still spewing. Can Big E make it on his own? I wish, I mean, I kind of wish that Big E, I mean, Corey Graves, what he says on the podcast about, because he's still speaking in, like, you know, what he does his podcast. He's still, you know, only going as so far as he can, you know what I'm saying, as far as, like, what he what he wants to motherfucking <clears throat> He's still Vince. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, if you can say that, He's you know, Big e is like, the next thing, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, he he was one of the first, not one of the first, but, yeah. you know, one of the outlets that's still WWE producer was saying that Big yeah. E's that dude. So, why would you make it seem like he can't hang with Sami Zayn when we all know he can? It's got to be Vince fed. But it doesn't happen. Like, of course. I mean, I get it. Just you yeah. don't, you, you got to make it so... Your audiences who might be new to it, but we can't keep retelling the the, the story over again. It's like a fuck, like you know what fucking Vince thinks like he thinks like every fucking Dragon Ball Z game that comes out, <laughs> every Dragon Ball Z game comes out. You have to play through the fucking Saiyan saga. You have to play through the Freezer saga. You have to play through the Cell saga. You have to play to the boot. You have to start every fucking Dragon Ball game. It's the exact same way. It's almost like X-Men. We always have to visit the Phoenix saga. Yeah, like, why do we always have to keep telling that same story oh, over God. and over again? And last time they came out with the X-Men Dark Phoenix shit, it sucked. What you mean? It was, it was, no, it wasn't. It sucked. It wasn't no, I mean, the first one wasn't about a... That was, yeah, that one too. <laughs> like, what you mean? Like, I mean, if you want to compare, I, I will definitely take the, the second version. But I was already saying then, I was like, when I seen the Dark Fiends, I was like, again? 
But you throw, you can't throw that in one movie. Dark Phoenix is a saga. Yeah. Like Dark Phoenix should have been portrayed how the Thanos shit was portrayed over several movies See, because she just didn't all of a sudden become this, that, and the third. It all in just one walk. Yeah, so they keep on throwing that in one. Like, that's the only story they want to tell in the X-Men. There's so many. But even if, if you, and I'm pretty sure you did, if you watched the X-Men cartoon on Fox, guess what they were playing every time you turned around? Yeah. Phoenix on Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, but... Yeah. It was actually good on the on the yeah, cartoons. That shit actually, like, and it went over episodes. That wasn't no one. X Men was gangster. Yeah. Fucking Mor- Morph was killed on the first fucking episode. Yeah, I so remember, I remember this brought to Walmart. The, like, why they never do the Mister Sinister fucking? Uh, yeah, well, hell, we storyline. Still, still ain't seen Omega Red. Right, <laughs> man. This chick at Walmart that worked in the back. <laughs> <laughs> when Spurrier looked, when I seen her, she had the same haircut. I said, "God damn, this is like morph." <laughs> God damn, that's a rough look. look at look look at the old Fox Fox cartoon uh, X Men cartoon from like the early nine mid nineties, and look at this dude named Morph man. That motherfucker looked just like. Oh, the everybody loves Raven side of the game. But look, uh, yeah, but in a nutshell... That, Back to wrestling. Yeah. Wrestling. That's, that's basically what they're doing with Big E. Wasn't they spewing this same shit when he first went solo? When he first... Uh, well, when the New Day were injured. God damn, that's some good-ass music. You know what I mean? When, when, when Xavier was already out and Kofi went out with injury, they were spewing the same shit then. Hell, I thought that he could hang out to that ass with me put on Sheamus. Right? Yeah. So you gonna tell me? So you gonna put? You gonna put Sami Zayn over Sheamus? Like he a WWE? You know what I'm saying? Homegrown? Like not really homegrown, but yeah. Majority of his whole career, I think his whole career is in over here. Has been in WWE, right? Um, man, I missed on your knees, man. That was, was that Biggie? Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's is this is this what that is? Yeah. Shit, he had the dopest fucking intro music, yo. And that's about it. So, like, that's one thing that they definitely need to do for any of the newer games. You should have open to all library of all former fucking WWE licensed music. Well, I thought that it was stupid that WWE or whoever took out the fact that you could upload your own themes right. onto the game. Like, I used to love that. I did that with uh, I did that with what was it, two K fourteen something like that. Like, if they didn't have the theme, I just go and find it, download it, and uh, put put it on the game. But they took that away, saying it was something about uh, copyright. But how? Because if you play anybody online. It's silent, correct? Right. Yeah. Anyway. Every time, I could never hear you come out unless it was already a thing that was in the game. Right, right. 
But back to wrestling in this match right here. Big E gets Zane off of him, and Zane is tossed to the apron. Zane drops the throat of Big E. On All of that throat meat. On the top rope, and it's now on the second rope. He lands an elbow on Big E, and Zane mocks him. Zane is caught off the ropes and receives two belly-to-belly throws, then a hat trick. Two! Then a hat trick. As Big E now shows Zane how it's done. Splash on Zane who rolls to the outside and Big E goes uh, to almost go out, but that's just to get Zane back in the ring. Clothesline from Big E who now charges Zane in the corner, but that's counter into a roll up for two. Zane with an elbow, then a boot, then a crossbody, and Big E holds on and rolls out, prepping the big ending. But Zane breaks the eyes and Big E is now in the corner. Zane goes for a haluva kick but gets a Uranagi. Zane is complaining about his injured right hand and the ref Charles Robinson halts. Big E to check on Zane. Big E knows Zane is full of shit and the ref still holds him back. Zane slaps Big E in the process and that pisses him off. Uh, Zane retreats to the outside as Big E follows. Zane keeps away from Big E on the outside and now goes under the ring as the ref counts. Big E follows and Zane appears on the other side as Big E holds on to the leg of Zane who stomps on the head of Big E until he releases and gets in the ring before the 10 count to get the win. Big E is steamed as he goes for Zane who quickly escapes the ring. Oh, it's definitely an eighth of some fucking fire. I love this. I love saying beat motherfuckers like this. I'm glad that Big E is finally on TV again instead of in the back. So, yeah, definitely an eighth of some fucking gelato that I'm about to light up again because I'm, um, I like smoking a lot of weed. Mm -hmm. Ah, shit. My blue moon is gone. You should have got another one over there, sip over there, bullshitting with your whole life. Eighth of some gelato. That's <laughs> all. This nigga said bullshit with my whole life. Oh my God. Jesus. Nigga, I'm about to go. Man, fuck this. I'm about to get it out of it. Fuck the bullshit. This is the weekend. Fuck it. Why is he walking off with aggression, though? <laughs> yeah, man. This also gets the ice cold Heineken, man. What, what more can we say about... The Liberator Sami Zayn, you see that he's morphed into this <laughs> morph. <laughs> he's morphed into this character that we see now, and everything that he does is fitting for his character. Love the fact that he's getting a chance to shit on what he doesn't like about the WWE in the process, and I'm glad that there is some sort of a, a Intercontinental Championship title picture, and. I would just hope that, you know, they continue to uplift that championship and truly make it what it was and what it still can be, which is the workers' title. You know, at at one time, this was uh, the title. This was the match to watch when it came to any pay-per-view. Like, fuck whatever was going on on the main event scene. Whoever had that Intercontinental Championship, you was was waiting for that match because you knew that that was going to be something that stole the show. Um, we, well, well, that was one of the biggest things and one of the greatest things about late and early uh, Attitude Era. Yep. Majority of the guys that were, was getting that work as titles were starting to become world champions. Yeah, that was always, you know, a, a, a segue to getting to the main title picture. Like, you knew whoever held that Intercontinental Championship, you know they was only being groomed to become the world heavy, uh, the world champion. You had, what, your Stone Colds, your Rocks, your Shawn Michaels, your Bret Hart's, you know, the list goes on and on. Then after a while, it just started to become an afterthought for whatever reason. I mean, because it was like, well, yeah, I almost had to have two things. If you had that, you had that um, K 
King of the Ring. Yeah. And that Intercontinental title, you were getting yeah. that world strap. And that's why a whole lot of people just knew that Billy Gunn was going to get that strap. And yeah. it just never happened. And it's like, wow, man. The uh, creative can be so lost. And I know they're handcuffed by Vince and, you know, sloppy toppy. <laughs> I mean, and plus you also got to think, too, whatever agenda they're trying to portray because they got their hands in the political game, too, when you look at uh, Linda McMahon. Well, all that aside, like, you shouldn't you shouldn't be lost not knowing what how to set up, you know, to whoever, whoever your next contender is for a title. That's what King of the Ring was for. After WrestleMania, you know, the, the King of the Ring tournament is on and popping. That's who's your main event at SummerSlam. To me, tournaments should replace a whole lot of these gimmick pay-per-views and make those the gimmick, you know, the gimmick tournaments because it gives you a lot of leeway to just have regular matches. Exactly, but Vince doesn't like tournaments for a fucking reason. Where where I can get on the King of the Ring, but the blow-off match for the main event, yeah, yeah the King of the Ring is the main show, but the blow-off match for the main event is a hardcore match. Yeah. But it fits because these two have been wrestling for like three months and this dude came into his house and Randy Orton came into the funhouse and, and kidnapped uh, Abby and motherfucker <laughs> and Alexa Bliss. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then made Nikki Cross watch. You know what I'm saying? You know, whatever. <laughs> Look how creative that was. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. He said, I swat, I watch, I swear I watch. <laughs> what you watch? Yep. All right. Better balls. I don't give a fuck. Bailey shouts out Carmella for tonight's match as she says Sasha Banks is the most overrated, overpaid superstar in SmackDown history, and that's not counting Bianca Belair because who the fuck is she showing up on Bailey's show swinging that ponytail? And Belair is right behind Bailey as Jack this Swagger got junkie kick is going on. Why? Because WWE is done with the bug shit. Down with the fuck shit Every week Down with the fuck shit Monday night Down with the fuck shit Wednesday Nah, they, they alright on that They alright on that day They alright on that day On Fridays Down with the fuck shit But that's, that's the reason why Jack Swagger got junkie kicked Ah, uh, yeah Okay that was, I liked it Went for the knee, came back and got Donkey Kid. Oh, because WWE is down with the fuck shit? You mean like that? I thought that he needed it real bad, that's why. Ooh. Man, too late. <laughs> real bad. <laughs> he went to down with the fuck. I was like, wait a minute, because he got Donkey Kid because WWE is down with the fuck shit? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm high as hell. Him for me. Him for me. <laughs> <laughs> Look at Big Show flip flop. Yep. With the motherfucking Call of Duty hat on. And that dork Josh Matthews. All right. Um. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Bel Air is right behind Bailey as this is going on. And it's time for the EST to be gone. Bel Air finally steps in and she's displeased at how her name is still in Bailey's mouth. She ain't cute and she dusty. <sighs> Belair beat Natalia and was the last one on Team Smackdown at Survivor Series, and the list goes on and on. And damn, 
Bailey couldn't even uh, rebuke any of that shit. Mm-hmm. But we know where this one's going. Um, okay. Carmella don't hold a fucking candle standing next to Kayla. And Carmella says she's untouchable. And she talks more shit about Sasha. And Tommy is a sommelier's name as she asks that stooge to get the champagne ready for later tonight. All right, all right, all right. The chief looks on, admiring his work as he's destroyed as he's destroyed Otis KO and his cutting Jay Uso, who asked, "Is the chief good?" The chief says he's great. Is Us good? Is the family good? Mm-hmm. He should be because he's with the chief. <laughs> KO storms to the ring and Us asks for permission to get him, and the chief says, "Us knows where KO is. Go get that nigga." <laughs> KO pulls out. Uh, guess what? Tables, ladders. And chairs. Oh, my. The chief looks on as KO assembled the hardware, and KO wants the chief to listen carefully. And even after what the chief did to him last week, even knowing that right now the chief is better than he has ever been, KO does not fear him. Chief says he's fight. he fights for his family, but as good as he is, it seems like the chief's family is doing the fighting for him. This TLC is the most important match of KO's career, and the Chief, with all of that momentum, could probably beat anyone in the WWE. And KO is aware that he's going to need all of the help if he's going to beat the Chief. KO fights for his family too, but they aren't a part of this industry. They support him by watching at home, and since they can't support him in the ring, KO has a few friends of his, of his, of his own. Chairs that will make it hard for him to sit at the head of the table. Speaking of tables, that too. But last but not least, ladders, which is his favorite f- friend and is going to help him get back where he belongs. Chief can keep the head of the table because KO will give everything he has to get back to the top and become universal champion once again. KO wants to address the chief talking about his family and he's interrupted by a chair shot courtesy of Oos and I actually forgot about him being so wrapped up in his promo. It's chair shots galore. Then some grounded strikes. Oos drives that chair once again into the left knee of KO and is now landing some shots as KO is now on the table. Oos goes to the top. As he comes out and KO grabs a chair begging for him to come to the ring. Paul Heyman reminds the chief who calls the fucking shots and he's the OG. Chief does things on his time and he's the head of the table. Do this shit on the chief's time and the chief agrees as he takes his title and exits to the back. But KO is trailing him with a chill with a steel chair. And um after the break, KO looks like he's been through the fucking ringer as he asks Kayla Praxton, where's the chief? Did uh she hear what the fuck he said about? KO's family? Does Kayla, th- Kayla think KO wants us uh, to fuck up Us again? No, but Chief said something about KO's family, so he had to do something to Chief's family, and that's on Chief. And wham! Steel chair on KO to the back of the uh, uh, in the back from the Chief. KO into the cage. KO into the plastic container. Chief lands some shots onto the ground of KO, and who the fuck does KO think? supports him and his family. Chief takes this opportunity to introduce himself to the family of KO. He's Roman Reigns, the head of the table, the tribal chief, your tribal chief. 
He's the guy that put the roof over the Owens family's heads, the food on their table. Wife and children, if they don't talk some fucking sense into their husband, daddy, Chief is going to be the guy that takes the food from the table as that Royal Blue Air Jordan 1 meets the head of KO laying his ass out. Have a good night. So you going you going you going give me an awesome? Can I get an awesome? Fuck no, I don't want that motherfucker to show up. I got beat on him. I got him. I got I got you. I got you. Uh, Last week, man, I told him. I said, man, you better stop acting like a little bitch. Because Roman Reigns is going to whoop that ass. And, yeah, he did it like Paul Heyman said on his time and showed him and his little chaps. I said, his little his little chaparoos from <laughs> up north. Up north. They're not even from here. See, they're not even from here. He can't even come down here and think he's going to get on the island of relevancy. With the chief, Jay, I don't know, man. Maybe you need to get your brother out here because you know you ain't even main event no more. And what can the chief do? He can't just make them put you on TV every week. You gotta stop going out there and getting your ass whooped, man. I mean, Jimmy, bring bring Naomi, <laughs> get, get Trinity. And bring it down here so we can get the whole family together so the island of Reverency can have a peninsula. I'm a holly y'all later. Hey, hey, Dot Man. But thank you for not being a little bitch and hitting me with the RSF. Y'all have a nice day. Fuck you, nigga. <laughs> I swear it's gonna it, look, he ain't got but a, he ain't got but maybe uh one more time to come with that bullshit. What are you talking about, dog? Huh? I'm gonna need you to stop tripping all the time, man. Tripping about what? Get to the show, bro. Like you I am on the show. Alright, bro. <clears throat> but fuck the spirit smart though. I said it. Okay. And plus, he said shit about the Chiefs' cousin Nia Jax. Wait till he hears about that shit. Last, oh, last week. Oh. You gonna start snitching? No, that's what he said. He snitched on himself. Oh, okay, okay, you got it. Yeah, the Chief showed up a bit earlier. I don't know where the fuck you went, but the Chief. Uh, no, Spirit Smart showed up earlier, and then he was talking cash shit about Nia Jax. About Nia Jax. Yeah, and you know that's the Chief's cousin. I mean, but you know she garbage. I know, but that ain't my cousin. I ain't my cousin either. <laughs> I ain't got nothing to do with it. And and secondly, last week he showed up with a damn never give up C Nation John Cena t shirt. Oh, I don't remember that now. I think yeah. I think you hit Yeah, you go with that besmirching. Uh, I'm not, you you was a good for a besmirching. That nigga good. That nigga that man good for a besmirch. Why are you taking up for the spirit smart? I mean look, he provide he's a good ratings bump. He's a ratings bump. <laughs> So man, get to it, man. Get to it. Look, see, why would you just look? I get the guest. You stick on the job. You stick on the motherfucking show, man. I get the guest. You stick on the show. I, I invited him. Look, 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 look. Hayes House fans, Hayes House fans, you are now getting a, 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 a meeting right now. Look, oh, look, look, look. Hold on. <laughs> I'm gonna need you to stay off the outros and the intros, and you don't worry about the guests. Spirit Smart come when he want to. 
Look, we already we already on, we only got a we got a, a pay ad per per performance what? with 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 Ackbear. We got a pay per performance with Ackbear cuz you know said he ain't under contract no more. You know what I'm saying? So look look look, I got things rolling back here. What? I'm gonna need you look. Look. Did you get a promotion? <laughs> I'm missing something. All this finger pointing. What what the fuck is going on? <laughs> <laughs> Technical difficulties will be right back. <laughs> and don't say nothing else. Well, fuck you. I say whatever the fuck I want to. Hey, we're back. We're back. Right. Oh, and Hayes. Huh? Yeah, let it sizzle, guy. Let it sizzle. And turnbuckles. We just got word from upstairs that uh, we better get our shit together or they're going to take us off this podcast. So, okay, okay, guys. So we're back. Hitting you with the ones and twos. The twos and ones. I smoke the weed and he drinks the buds. Ha-ha. <laughs> Fuck that shit, yeah, nigga. Fuck that shit. I you kill know, you and everybody you, look yeah, like you dying after you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Riot Squad versus Billy Kay and uh, guess who? Natalia? The boat! Riot Squad wins with double knees on Billy Kay from <laughs> Morgan, then a ride kick. You can't be serious. The question remains why the fuck did you break up the Thought Foundation and the Iconics just for them to be put back in tag teams? Yeah. That was stupid. And we're gonna move on. I mean, everything you oh, did about did. everything you did with like Billy Kay's okay. whole gimmick, she could have still been doing in the iconics. Yeah. Like she they could have they could have picked up on the fact that I mean we're not picked up on the fact, but like took advantage of the fact that she's not, you know, the wrestler of the two. And she could have just did more of her side shit gimmick. You know what I'm saying? Like that could have gave her more of a character, more of an identity. So pretty much we're back to square one as we were before. Just uh, take out Peyton Royce and put in Natalia. I mean, but see, this was what was stupid is like to me, Lacey Evans is a definite character that should have just stayed as a solo act. Yeah. If anything, Lacey Evans at this point should maybe have like maybe some army recruits. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, like. Couple or a couple other little Southern Bell, you know what I'm saying? Maybe like that could have been what Chelsea Green came in at. Well, initially, what was going to happen? Rumor had it back when Lacey Evans was in NXT, her and the Forgotten Sons, along with I put my foot in my mouth, Jackson Riker, okay. was all supposed to be you know something considering they all had a military background. That would have worked. Yeah, yeah, but Especially that didn't shut happen. The fuck up. Yeah, that didn't. Shut the fuck up, Jackson Riker. <laughs> Man, this Cody was the shit. Yep. This Cody in the, the bag, the Dash, fucking man. Dashing Cody. Dashing Cody. And we put the bags over people's yeah. head. And I mean, I was like, why did y'all go away from this gimmick? Yeah. And he was a great in ring. So, question: You think Cody's gonna turn heel? Uh, oh yeah, I want him to beat the fuck out of Sting. Yeah, between uh, between him. I mean, so I, I think I, I think, look. All right, so this man right here uh-oh. gonna talk about. Yeah, it was a great moment. It was a great moment. What, like, but I don't want to see him wrestle. Well, then the moment sucked. Then if you're just gonna have this guy on fucking TV, I don't want to see Jake the Snake Roberts just out there. I'm gonna be curmudging and walking out here. Some of the greatest 
<laughs> Jay has gave us some of the greatest no, promos. No, that shit is okay. It's not. It's just okay. It's not fucking. Well, tell me, tell me something dope that he said out of that. What's so memorable about it? What was so rip? But I paid okay, attention. Okay, then it won't memorable. Then it won't memorable at all. Because I'm getting old and don't remember too much. Okay, <laughs> but shit, you know what I mean. I don't. I don't want to see Sting fight. I remember nobody. motherfucking Taz talking shit about the fucking uh, FTW title. Well, what did he say? He said, man, fuck this shit. You can talk about taking it up the flagpole shit. He said, we go do it here right now. So, okay. So, yeah, I remember that. That's because you watched it earlier. All right. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> I did have to play it in the background. Because I knew this argument was going to come up. <laughs> and I was going to beat him. Because I had one you know, in the pocket. Me, like, like I said, I mean, the the whole thing about Steam, good business decision just to bring in. I, you don't want to see, oh, so right. you don't want to see him and Cody. And you don't see I'm him scared for him, man. You see what Seth did to him? Let him die. <laughs> let him die in the ring. You see, he got his neck broken. He, he wanted, let him die. Sting and Cody is not going to do nothing. Sting is, uh, bruh, come on, bruh. Cody and fucking Jericho, them the only two matches I want to see, and then some tag matches with Darby. No, wait a minute, cause, cause uh, uh, the wife of Cody threw a drink on me when I was sitting on the couch, and Sting and Cody gonna happen. I'm gonna go out there and I'm gonna be outstanding. I'm gonna be up Cody and his wife Raymond. And who is this? I'm outstanding. <laughs> Oh, why? <laughs> get, get general insurance, by the way. Pop challenge. Shaq Diesel. Shaq Gnosis. Where's Jade at? Who? Jade. I don't know, I don't know who the fuck Jade is. You don't know who Jade is? Who's Jade? Oh. That's the whole reason why you on that show. Oh, 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 oh. oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You, so you just, you, you, your mind on selling out for that damn pizza. Ain't it? Yeah, she got a flat stomach. I like <laughs> but she got a motherfucking, he said he got a goddamn it, uh, Papa Lover's ass. <laughs> Papa Lover's with cheese. <laughs> Call that a J combo. You didn't get my Shack pizza? Had lots of Man, that shit was gross. It was. It was gross. I, I didn't like the cheese. No. I didn't like anything about it. I was like, why does it taste like this? Maybe this is actually because of the first piece. Nah, it got progressively worse. We got like, dude, I think we got the piece and a half. And it was like, well, yeah, I'm just going to let that sit there and let that sit there. And then, yeah, I threw away what? Me and, me and my wife had about, what, two slices of pieces? Yeah. You know, that first piece is like, all right, this wasn't it. Let me try it again before I throw the shit away. <laughs> Man, what, I can't wait to get done with this podcast. I can give you something. Hey. Me too, the only one. Well, get to it, man. You over here motherfucking talking about shit. You ain't even know what you talking about over there talking with your, with your words. We just had we just had the meeting. <laughs> here we go. All again. right, well, don't call don't call HR on me no more. Damn, my bad. I wasn't even where we had HR, but shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. All right, uh, shit. Fuck the rating for it. I don't even know where we at. Chad Gable wants to help Otis work on his blind side as he's blindfolded at it. He's prepared to become an alpha. Gable says Kayla says to Kayla, who has been all over the show, and I ain't complaining, that Otis has grit and tenacity, and that's what he wants in his student. And with his academy teachings, 
because he's an Olympian, he's going to mold the clay of Otis into Michelangelo's David. And Otis approves Gable's training, but not uh, Cesaro and Nakamura as they make fun of Gable. Because why? He's short, and that's all creative can fucking think of. Mm-hmm. Yup. All right. So we got Otis and Chad Gable versus Cesaro and Shinsuke Nakamura. Yeah. How about we ring the bell on this one? No. No? Yeah. Yeah, man. What the fuck? Whatever. Anyway. This ain't an HD. <laughs> Cesaro and Gable uh, kick this thing off as they lock up but Cesaro is just too strong and overpowers Gable while talking to shit Otis tags in locking up Cesaro and Otis overpowers him Gable tags back in and takes down Cesaro and Gable is now using his amateur wrestling background getting the best of him on the mat dead man lift German suplex but on the shoulder of Cesaro how strong is Gable he holds Cesaro in the waist lock and rolls him up for the cover and kick out. Why the fuck were you not using Chad Gable as this guy? Otis back with a takedown on Cesaro. Gable tags back in, but he gets a European. Straight from Amsterdam. <laughs> Nakamura in with some stiff kicks on Gable. As he works him in the corner, Nakamura with a reverse exploded suplex on Gable who lands on his feet and dodges kicks from Nakamura and Gable gets in the Liger kick. Otis tags back in running through Cesaro and he takes out Nakamura as well. He launches Cesaro in the air and he hits the mat with, uh, then Otis lands a discus clothesline on him as well. And I ask you, Sloppy Toppy Bruce, where does Otis need additional training? Splash on Cesaro in the corner who goes for the Caterpillar, but Gable reminds Otis of the plan as Gable wants to finish this. He tags back in and goes to the top and Gable finds himself swinging around Cesaro's arms as this shit is making me dizzy each time he does it. Nakamura gets the tag and lands a Kinshasa on Gable and goes for the cover and gets the win as Otis does nothing to break it up. So who produced that shit? Gable says it was great. It was a great learning lesson tonight, but he didn't really want the tag from Otis because he had won the match. Otis failed the test tonight, but that's okay. This is all a part of the alpha mentality. Gable is teaching Otis what to do with what not to do. <laughs> Get it? Gable would explain more and uh yeah. Gable will explain more later. I mean, well, I give this match a grandma some fire just because I'm <laughs> a shit stain Nakamura sighting <laughs> and a Cesaro sighting. <clears throat> Make that change. And he came out with his motherfucking heal the world motherfucking singlet. Make it a better <laughs> for you and for me. And there are people dying. <laughs> So uh, I, I don't, I don't really get. I, I think if if he's really, really saying be an alpha, that'd be cool. Like if you were thinking about do a, a a heel change, and he's like, no, that's really what I wanted at the end of the day, and it's like, oh, this actually becomes a heel, and kind of changes his character to being more like just no more of the funny shit, and just more straight up being a. Alpha, that'd be kind of cool, but I don't see none of that happening. I think they're gonna abandon this gimmick pretty quick. Wow. I mean, it didn't even make. Why would you not? I mean, you've been in a tag match before, dude. Like, why would you not break up? Try to break up the pin. That made no sense. Yeah, I don't know what. I guess the fact that that was the plan he wanted to win the match. I don't know. No, I don't know. That was that was definitely bad production right there. Whoever produced that <laughs> shit. Uh, um, shit. Got thing on. 
Uh, say Coors Light. Well, it's not so Blue Mountains. The yeah. fact, uh, but I, I'm a fan of whatever Chad Gable's doing right now, considering that he dropped the whole Shorty G shit. Mm-hmm. And did you see his ring work? The dead man lift German yeah. suplex. What the fuck? How strong is this guy, man? Yeah. Like, I mean, he's just he's fluent in the ring, man. Like I, I just don't get what. Like, this is the Gable that we need to see. But uh, also, um, with, with Otis and all, I see what you're saying there. Like, they need to stop the funny. But I got it. I mean, I, like I said, anything better than Shorty G, in, mm-hmm. my, in my opinion. So, I was cool with that. Uh, uh, still, you look at all four of these guys. And I'm going to throw Otis in there. And all four of them, underutilized. Oh, yeah. Yeah, underutilized. And then, you got Otis in a tag team with somebody else. So, you took Tucker Knight away from Otis. You took, uh, uh, damn, Mama geeking off her name, the blonde, Mandy Rose. Mandy Rose. You took Mandy Rose away from Otis. I mean, you had built-in rivalries, feuds with anybody that they could feud with. Yeah. Like, if you if the if the opposition had a female that they can incorporate it into it, that I mean, they got the comedy shit, so they can just be in it, just being um on the outside with. Mandy Rose, as you know, Otis, just you know, just add that's just adding more to the product. And what I don't get, they know that they're short of tag teams. So why are y'all still continuing to break tag teams there's up? No need, there's it, no reason. It that just it blows my mind. It blows my mind. You know you have an issue with, with your both tag team divisions, but yet and still you're still and splitting there, up. And there's no need to like to me, like there's no need to not push these guys. In single matches, like they can be in single matches where they don't win. Like, okay, that's the people. Like, if you're gonna have, if you're trying to build some stars up, and you know, make sure you know those those are the guys that. <clears throat> so you have Tucker Knight, and he's in a qualifying match for a King of the Ring match, mm-hmm. and we know Tucker Knight's not going in there, but Tucker Knight puts on a good showing, well, a great showing with, uh, let's say, Sheamus. Okay. Okay. But it's a good match. We know Tucker Knight's not going, but it's a good match. And we know how good so Tucker that, Knight is. Yeah, but, you know, that puts more, gives them more stock. Maybe one of the tag team guys gets further into the fucking tournament. Mm-hmm. They still don't make it because right. they're not single stars. Speaking of tag teams, I think this is where Vincent Mann gets his whole Shawn Michaels, Mario Gennetti thing from. I watched a match when Shawn Michaels was with the Rockers. It was a singles match against Mr. Perfect. And Shawn Michaels wrestled nearly a flawless fucking match. I said, God damn, I see what everybody's seeing in him. Yeah. You know what I mean? That match was interrupted by the big boss man that nobody gave a fuck about until he came back as the big boss man in a, uh, in a corporation. But yeah. um, but that's definitely how you can book your tag team yeah. you know, division. Just just have them as an enhancement talent yeah. when they're not in tag team matches don't yeah. know everybody needs to be a star and that makes your guys better because it yeah. seems like when you like that's the whole thing about breaking up from a tag team you know what I'm saying you gotta try to test your wit your, your, your grit on the single stage but I feel like some you know some tag teams you know that's what that, what's that, that's for but you know with some tag teams that don't ever break up uh-huh. uh Hawk had his issues, but you never really seen the Road Warriors, Legion of Doom, without one another. Right. 
uh, as terrible as the Nasty Boys was, you never seen Brian Knobs without Jerry Sags, I guess, until he couldn't go anymore. Right. Because then Brian Knobs had that hardcore run in WCW. But, like, it's a lot of tag teams out there that stuck together. You know what I mean? So I don't know why they still break up tag teams. Because they don't make any money. And Bane wasn't in the tag team. He he broke the bat of Batman by himself. Catman. Yup. (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, Yeah. Who the fuck is this? And it's not Kayla. As the uh, Forgotten King's Court, I guess, checks her for any foreign objects deeming this interview safe. King Corbin says he's bringing the Knights of the Lone Wolf, and that's who they're called. Uh, There is no love story of family drama to get in the ring. they, the two have pledged the loyalty to the king. So if they, uh, if Ray and family want to step up the good, the consequences will be more severe than losing an eye. And that six-man tag team match is coming very, 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 very soon. I'm cool with it. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I want to see it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm with it. Okay. I hope uh, Seth, when he comes back, well, and uh, fuck, well, AOP's gone, right? Yeah, they're out of the company. Yeah, well. Another tag team what? that you just let go? Yeah. Just let go. All right. Carmella versus Sasha Banks for the SmackDown Women's Championship. And I still think the match, you know, shouldn't have happened. But, you know, that's my opinion. Uh, but Because we'll see it again at TLC. And that's why this one, for me, is going to the finish. This Thank you. This 20-minute match was a waste. As at the end of this, we see Carmelo. Uh, Car- Carmelo. <laughs> Carmelo in the bank statement. But Carmelo Samolier. Distracts the ref with a wine bottle, then pushes Sasha outside the ring. This nigga should learn his lesson from earlier. You think so? But nope. He's chased by Sasha as he enters the ring, and he escapes. But Carmella catches her and tries to send her into the corner. But Sasha counters and sends Carmella instead. Sasha loses her shit as the ref calls for the bell and a DQ on Sasha. The sommelier tries to break it up, but he gets put back in the fucking bank statement. Carmella with a kick to the face of Sasha as she talks her shit and delivers another kick, sending her to the outside. Carmella says Sasha has lost it as she cools her off with uh, the champagne ice and graves and coals saying that's enough <laughs> but they just sit there and watch <laughs> right. but Carmella thinks otherwise and she picks up a bottle of champagne of beers as this shit look like a champagne shaped Miller High Life right. <laughs> I think they sell those in Walmart if I'm not mistaken around the holidays like a Miller High Life that's the shape of a champagne bottle so maybe it was anyway yeah she breaks it over the back of Sasha and shit if she survived that ass whooping put on her by Bailey this should be no problem for her bouncing back from this and uh, Carmella pours a glass of champagne and sprays it on Sasha and it announces and Carmella says Sasha is out of her league as she celebrates her win but it was a DQ Sasha remains the champ and while I'm kind of glad this show along with fuck you Monday Night Trash to the finish is over as well um I'm gonna leave alone to uh <laughs> TLC yep. um, <clears throat> my roach clip was uh Chief beating the fuck out of Kevin Owens that's it. I, I, I agree. Uh, but that ain't my last shot. Mm-hmm. Caleb Braxton is my last shot. Word. Absolutely. And we'll see you right after this. You little punk ass bitches. I'm going to kill them. Everybody going to die. You going to kill them. And we... 
back, baby, on the smooth side of the game, on Hayes, Hops, and Turnbuckles. <laughs> I am you, the host with the most 420 by way of NKB, and this man to the left of me is that man to 11. We are going to bring you the gold brand review of this week's NXT. Hope you enjoy. Bitch! Talk about not sticking to doing their job. You see how you just took my gold brand shit away from me? It's the Man, it looks like gimmick and freshman run rampant on Hayes Hobson's turnbuckles. Yeah, and for some reason, it's been some tension. I don't know if the spirit smart is here. Is this, he's the four twenties. I see, because there's been a lot of shit talking on the show. Why are you staring at me like? <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, this there's light at the end of the tunnel, and that's why NXT is always at the end because yams. God damn, boy, you, they might not have been seen, but holy shit, yeah, yams. I'm almost worth some pants, boy. Pants, mm, britches. Weenie, look, Weenie got to it. Like she ain't even in the but gracious. There's not been a pair of britches that were more happier. Man, this calling back to God, what? God, 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 and that's why on here we do Mondays, Fridays, and Wednesdays, Wednesdays. because we go with the best, worst show to the best show. And God damn it, <laughs> it was definitely that this week. And nine times, 9.99996, because it was that one time. Okay. It's NXT. The Go Brain. I don't want to hear no more shit about gimmick friendship. Oh, shit, nigga. <laughs> All right, yeah, man. The results: it's Jake Atlas who defeats Isaiah Swerve Scott. The Grizzle Young Veterans defeats Ever Rise and Imperium. Great shit. Tommaso Ciampa defeats Cameron Grimes. What? Pete Dunne defeats Killian Dane. Cool. Ember Moon versus Raquel Gonzalez. Stay yeah. tuned. Stay tuned. After a bad week of content, besides one or two things, I, I know that this NXT is going to be a positive. So, the NXT champion Finn Balor kicks off the show already in the ring. Just from him standing there, shits on a lot of whatever the main roster did this week. <laughs> However, you just see it, Finn, I was happy. <laughs> However, Finn says, the war games are done and the time for team sports is over. <laughs> Cat <They're> magically delicious. <laughs> However, Finn says, yeah, war games are done and over. And um, yeah, caps, captains, factions, bragging rights, not interested. It's Wednesday, Asef. Uh, uh, See, my I know I'm usually 
on NXT, Miles came out to say that Johnny Gargano man, he is funny as hell. Um, when y'all get to that segment, just remember what I said. Johnny Gargano man, I love everything he do. He might be the tribal chief of NXT, but I'm gonna come back and later. I'll talk to y'all niggas later. Fuck out of here. Okay, see, see, I won't go say nothing to your bitch ass. You better but not say nothing. Like, I'm, I'm, hey, hey. You know what? Hey, 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 it's for horses. Hey, it's for horses. You drop them out, bitch. I'll let y'all later. This motherfucker keep on running. Next time he comes on, I'm just gonna steal on him. <laughs> oh, boy. Anyway, the champ is back. And some people love him. Some people hate him. But if you want to get to know him, come see him in a ring. So if anyone in the back, and Pete Dunn's music hits, sign me up, man. And he says they're cut from the same cloth. He came from overseas and made a name for himself, just like Finn. And it's time that they came face to face. You know what? Dunn is glad Finn is back, but don't get used to it. It's just a matter of time before he puts Finn back on the shelf because that NXT title will be Dunn's. Shock the system. Yeah, Cal O'Reilly might have something to say about that as he makes his way to the ring. And whatever it's, uh, and whether it's O'Reilly, Dunn, or even a triple threat, Sign me up. O'Reilly says his invitation must have got lost in the mail, but he really wanted to insert himself on this conversation. Now, Peter Peter Pumpkin Eater is tough, but everyone and everyone knows it. O'Reilly knows firsthand, and they went to war, but who raised, uh, whose hand was raised? The Arab Boys proved once again that this is undisputed era, and everyone else just lives in it. And he knows Finn didn't forget about him, the one that broke his jaw and took him to the limit. Sure, technically Finn won the match, but really, technically means he's still the champ. But come on, man, he spent the last two months eating his meals through a straw. They've got unfinished business, so listen to that inner voice and let vengeance be his friend. He's going to ask him this, uh, who do you? Uh, he's going to ask him this. Who do you and the Archer Infamy also has some interest as what's going on is Damon Damien Priest has something to add to this. All right. He's got to tell the prince he's been looking forward to this for a while as Priest was a former bodyguard for him and, and the revolution in the purple. Oh, excuse me. Wrong prince. All right. Uh, no offense to Pete and Kyle, but Finn Balor versus Damien Priest for the NXT title, that is a marquee match. And that's not just something that Priest wants, that's something Finn wants. Dunn asked Priest, isn't he the geezer that couldn't beat Leon Ruff? Priest asked Dunn, isn't he the guy that gets paid by McAfee to shut the fuck up? O'Reilly asked Priest, doesn't he get paid to win matches? And he hasn't done that in quite a while. Uh, Priest says, do you know uh, what he gets paid to do not to take six months off a year Dunn asked O'Reilly should he be in the hospital visiting his mate Bobby and yep again Cleo Cephas 420 called it once again as Bobby Fish has been injured I believe it was a triceps uh, tear and Mm -hmm. it was minor and he said it said that he's going to be out for only eight weeks man let's put Tony Neeson in uh, in that man agreed Tony Eason, that is perfect. Move him to a managerial place. Like Bobby Fish can be the MVP of Undisputed Air. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Only use if they have to use them. Mm-hmm. Not all the time. All right, yeah. Um, hey, man, I'll save him for, like, motherfucking war games. So, like, you yeah. know, big match like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
Fuck it. Just go and phase your old ass out because you stay injured. When you're the whole reason that that fucking Roderick Strong is even in the group. And I'm glad he's in the group because oh, that man yeah. did, did man didn't that bring Roderick Strong a great identity. But I'm telling you, I feel like I love their tag team matches way more than I love it. I mean, Fit, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying Fish's shit was bad. But just what we what, remember what, the fish as he was in Red Dragon and how right, great right. Cal O'Reilly was as a tag team. So and now we see Yeah, now we see Fish, man. It's like if anybody's gonna be injured, it's gonna be Bobby Fish. Every time. Yeah. Uh and then, you know, it's not a knock. Hey, you're getting up there. You're, you're starting to break down, man. Happens to all of us. All right, but yeah, O'Reilly mocks Dunn's accent, and while all of this is going on, Finn easily gets out of the ring and walks away to let them three have at it. Priest asks the champ, is he going somewhere? And Finn says they need to learn some fucking manners because they cut him off before he was finished. And on January 6th, New Year's Evil, he's going to defend that title, but who's going to get that Finn rub? That ain't his problem. That's Regal's job, and holy shit, that's familiar music as the smoke fills the stage, and where there's smoke... There's Scarlet. And she circles around Finn, who says he knows exactly what she's about to say. TikTok. And, well, Finn has a message for her boy, Karrion Cross. When he's ready, Finn's ready. And Scarlet got them yams, too, now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Priest tells uh, the smoke show before she goes, he's got to ask, does Cross wait in the car while she handles his business? It's a lot of questions tonight, man. It's not a lot of questions. If Cross wants to... Come back and pick a fight. All he has to do is step the priest like a man. And Scarlet cracks a crazy ass smile as she exits. That, that body suit must have been uncomfortable with you walking like a robot for a mm-hmm. second. That smile was crazy looking as fuck. It was. But yeah, well, whoever faces Finn Balor at New Year's Evil, sign me up. Well, I f- oh, well, I, I, I'll give you. Uh... I don't think it's going to be Cross or Priest. Yeah, because Cross and Priest are going to have their program. So it's going to either be between O'Reilly and Dunn. And man, I'll take a triple threat. Yeah, that's what I said. Like it, it'll oh, be either me, or or a triple threat. Oh, give me, give me done. I want done and, Ooh, and, boy. and, and Balor. Yeah, that's gonna be. That's what I want. I want done with the belt. I love Dunn, dude. He's fucking dope. Yeah. Well, a little bit earned, but yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, damn, he went to. He said, Spray Triple H is a, that's the last thing you got to show me. That's the last thing you got to show me, Triple H." Hey, Mike, what's this? Uh, what is this? Orange spray paint. It goes on your body. Don't only use it. Only use it for mania. Don't use it for mania. Wait, wait. It's too late. <laughs> so you you gonna stop doing it now? I put this on then I suntan. What? I'm trying to reach the complexion of, of Bob Barker. <laughs> <laughs> Circa '88. <laughs> <laughs> A new car. No, that's family feud. That's what's funny. That ain't Price is Right neither. That's motherfucking people's court. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah man. <laughs> 
Fuck was Backstage says he didn't come back to NXT just to wait for an opportunity. <laughs> and Kelly and Dane has found an opportunity of his own to get some revenge on Dunn, who committed assault on him in the parking lot about a month ago. The referees and officials come to break it up, and why is a little teardrop holding back Dane instead of getting in some shots himself? Just ask it. Makes just no ask sense. Just ask it. Okay, we got Jake Atlas versus Isaiah Swerve Scott. Boom. What? I'm look. I'm not. I'm. I'm. I'm cool with everything. I just don't. I do. I'm yeah. cool with it. I'm gonna tell you why at the end. The APB mm. was sent out, and thanks to wrestling Jesus, he's been found. I told you. I prayed to him. <laughs> I prayed to him. <laughs> but it's almost like he went to the Firefly Funhouse because to me, he's been changed a little bit. Okay, ring the bell. They lock it up, and Atlas took down with a wrist lock. Atlas back up counters to an armbar, then a little bit of luchin, then a cover, and it's more luchin. Legend. Swerve goes for the Fujiwara armbar, but Atlas blocks it and fights his way out, escaping to the outside. Swerve follows on the apron, landing a kick to Atlas. Back in the ring, Atlas fights out of the corner with a European. Straight from the Netherlands. Then a Hurricane Rana, but misses a crossbody due to Swerve's awesome defense, and it is awesome. Swerve goes for a spot, but it's countered by Atlas into, guess what? Some Luchin. Luchin. Then a flatliner by Swerve and a cover for a near fall. A chop that drops Atlas, but Swerve misses a knee and eats a super kick from Atlas along with a spinning knee. They fight for position again, but Atlas lands a clothesline and a suplex thunderbomb. That shit was pretty dope. Mm-hmm. Vic Joseph said, modified indeed, but what was the name of the move? Because I just named it. Mm-hmm. We miss Morrow still. Okay? Still. It's a cover in the near fall. Atlas lands some strikes on Swerve, who strikes back. Then some more of that Luchin. Luchin. Then a kick to the dome. Atlas, Swerve goes for a pump handle something but Atlas fights to the ropes but Swerve pulls him back Atlas rolls through but Swerve counters back into an armbar submission attempt Atlas counters into a cover for a near fall Swerve with his unorthodox uh, unorthodox style of offense and it looks like he's going for a German suplex but it's all for another cover but it's countered into a cover by Atlas to pick up the win my favorite part about this match though Swerve is shocked and I do sense a heel turn in the making Atlas wants a handshake but Swerve says fuck that and exits the ring I already like Swerve becoming a heel <coughs> man I don't like the way that shit is if it was me, I'd book it like this. Booking one for 20. Yeah. I'll put Swerve in the Robert Stone brand. Yep. I can see it. I That's see perfect it. for the Robert Stone brand. I can see it, but what about, um? well, I'll touch on him in a few. But yeah. yeah. What about who? Malcolm Bivens. Who? Malcolm Bivens. Malcolm Bivens. I think that's his name. Yeah, that's what's going about Malcolm Bivens, the manager, the former manager of English Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, didn't he try to get, what was his name, Ty- Taylor? Swift? Rush, no, to, no. Uh, Taylor Rush or Taylor? Well, I'll touch on that in a, in a few. Yeah. Um, well, that's cool. I mean, if they're not, I mean, I'm just saying, yeah, give him somebody. Yeah. Just his whole aura. Like, I seen him get this evil look, and I was like... He can be a great heel. Well, give me two grams of uh, 
of this motherfucking gelato that I got right now. Okay. Yeah, definitely give me two grams of this gelato because I, I, the match was cool. I, I was pissed. Ah. Some aesthetically about Atlas has got to change for me to get behind it. Well, he he already got rid of that uh, first uh, entrance and he ditched that sparkly blazer or whatever. So he is being taken a bit more serious. And I, for one, like that little bit just about him. I think they're definitely grooming him. And I said it, it may be unpopular, but I think if anyone's going to take that title off of Santos Escobar, it's probably going to be Jake Atlas. And it probably ain't going to be for a long time. Somehow Swerve will come, snatch that shit right off of Jake Atlas. But this gets Santos Escobar into the North American Championship picture. Because I, 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 feel, I honestly feel like I don't want Santos Escobar as a Cruiserweight Champion no more. Cause I want to I wanna, San, I I, see Santos Escobar versus uh, Adam, Adam Cole. Yeah, so that's what I want to like, say. I think he's bigger than the cruiserweight division now. Yeah, you know, like his work has just been—it's been solid since that's he's the only since thing he... that's holding it. I mean, I'm saying it is the only thing that's holding him down, but it is the only thing that's holding him down. What's like, that? I mean, as far as the cruiserweight division, like they're—they are the anchor of the division. What I would think would be dope is, like we were talking about earlier, is that. Tag tag wrestlers doing single shit. It'd be dope if like Mendoza could hold on to the cruiserweight title or fucking you know or Joaquin yeah you know, Joaquin Wow. So you know what I'm saying like yeah. to have their their imprint in that division yeah but still be a part of cruiserweight division and I would Santos think, can move on. I, you know what I tell you what would be dope is what if they could get like a was it a was it was it Dabari. Well, like, why don't they put Davari and the Singh brothers together and make that a, a, a faction? You know what I'm saying? Like, well, that's so kind of what trying to say now. Uh, Arabs and Indians look like. Oh, I mean, that's what I was trying to say that, but I didn't know if that was the same thing. I <laughs> They're mean, not. I didn't know. I, I didn't know. I'm, I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> what is from India and where's Davari from? I think they are. Yeah, Middle, Middle Eastern. Okay, well, yeah. shit. Well, you know what I'm saying. We'll get into uh, like. Where's the other Davari and get him back? You know how I used to, I used to love Sean Davari when Muhammad Hassan used to put whoever in the camel clutch. Oh, man. And Davari used to yell, yell whatever he was yelling. And man, I, I had miss no, Muhammad Hassan, dude, man. Yeah, dude was dope, God, man. What a great... But that, I think I'm about to download that creative character that make, me, saying, make me a heel group. I can't do this role no more. I'm getting death threats. They yeah. really hate me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Those little great American bass undertake killed him. But, dude... <laughs> But the thing about it was like y'all y'all was too far with the whole like stereotypical like terrorism shit. I remember you could be able to get away with shit like that before the world became so fucking sensitive of I everything. Think that was still fucked up, dude. I remember, no, it being, I, I remember it being fucked up at the time, dude. Like, I'm, I'm going to keep it honest. But it was the same thing that happened when the Persian Gulf was going oh, on. Yeah. And Sergeant Slaughter went heel and he was just, just this big ambassador for Iraq. WrestleMania 7. You see him take the United States flag and put it over a bloody Hogan. Though Hogan won the match, they could never get away with that shit now. But I love that shit. I love when there was no filter when it came to heels. That's just my opinion, man. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. Yeah. I didn't say I didn't love it. Yeah, yeah, I, said, yeah. I said it was too far. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Don't get me wrong. Like, the fucking... But I love going too fuck, far. Triple H fucking a, uh, fucking a goddamn corpse in a goddamn uh, 
funeral home. Yeah, that's yeah, it's fucking like, fake corpse. Sensitivity needs to get the fuck away from my pro wrestling as well as my comedy. You know, <laughs> there's two things that you can't be sensitive is uh, is comedy and pro wrestling. Right. I remember when fucking uh, Glenn got his head bashed to fucking Walking Dead. <laughs> Some motherfuckers was sensitive about y'all went too far. It's the fucking Walking Dead. <coughs> Ain't it happened exactly. <coughs> it happened in the comic. It's the fucking Walking Dead. You got dead corpses walking around. But that's they desensitized, man. Certain shit people be desensitized to. Sense the fucks can't stand them. Anyway, anywho, anyways, yeah. Tommaso Champa didn't expect for his win against Timothy Thatcher at Takeover War Games to come easy, but nothing comes easy. He had to know about Thatcher, and now nobody is safe. He has to let the past die in the past and continue to move forward. Cameron Grimes. Cameron Grimes. Cameron. Yeah, uh, yeah, he's sure. Is you get a just cause for? No, not before my PlayStation broke. Oh damn, that's rough. Don't quit bringing up. God, man. like I was saying, um, Cam Grimes. Cam Grimes is squeaky as well in the shed, isn't he? It's time Champa changes that. Loud, brash, ignorant. <laughs> there's ignorant, but then there's ignorant. Ignorant. Confident, maybe, to be that loud, you have to be confident, or maybe he's just insecure. And the funny thing about that is, uh, that can be disguised as confidence. Tonight, they will find out which is true. So up next, we have Grizzle Young Veterans as ever and at versus Everrise versus Imperium. As always, we never know what the rules they'll have for a triple threat tag match, and this time they want one of each to be in a ring. Okay. That's kind of how it's been going for you for a little while now. Yeah, Everrise escapes to the outside as the other two teams take it to them. This one was everywhere, and it was just too many, too, too many fucking spots it to describe. Match, it was a great match, but I like go back and watch it. Just go back and watch it. But as I'm sitting there, I'm taking, not gonna lie, I ain't gonna lie to you. I actually kind of dig uh, Everrise a little bit. They have grown, you know. Yeah. Because this motherfucker like, man, no, 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 to the fit. Who in the match? Everrise. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, look, look. my have times changed within within a few weeks, and that's a good thing about NXT. One week you're like, I don't want to have nothing to do. <clears throat> Next week is like, hey, I fucked so with who it. else was I like that on? Um, it was kind of recent. Timothy Thatcher. Yep, I wasn't that fond of Timothy yeah. Thatcher. Now you, uh, I see to me. Yeah, Thatcher on the main. TT to me about how I'm booking Thatcher. He is a fucking major heel. On the main roster, like he's your that's your fucking Kurt Angle. I'm gonna beat you straight up. If he ever cheats, yeah. it's like a big deal. Oh, fucking Thatcher cheated to win. He's definitely like, uh, Angle Regal hybrid. Uh, yeah, and he can talk like that, and then he can have a bunch of students. Oh my god! Yeah, just the, just the way he. I, and I, that how he can blow up people just by having students. And I'm now I'm telling you, man. As soon as I seen that Thatcher Thatch can, I was like, man. He, he's got something. That can be how he brings up people through the fucking, like, WWE. Like, if he they take him to the main roster. Yeah. If you're booking with 420. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you would have him, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know how they had the shield, how they came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? 
kind of have that like that with with them like this first group of motherfuckers be like some teams some people that you're gonna bring up anyway yeah. some teams some people that you already have like alright so like those new flippy motherfuckers from uh, the rascals the rascals yep. from, from Impact yeah. you have them immediately be his fucking be his fucking team so when the eventual breakup yeah they can go ahead and become something. So he has almost like a lineage of motherfuckers blowing up from the thatch thatch can fucking yeah, you know whatever juke class or yeah that could school. be that could you know be displayed as song. You know that they went through the thatch and thatch can. And yeah. this also bigs up Timothy Thatcher as being yeah the shit. So know? then you can groom some motherfuckers yeah. that really need grooming for yeah. a while. Then bring in another motherfucker, a people, uh, maybe something like a uh, like a Chad Gable yeah. goes down to you know Thatcher, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I done fell off, now I got to get back to my shit. Man, like the way you can blow people up, yeah. but they don't have to be the way they are now. It's just so stupid. Yeah. We'll be on that shit all day. Like, like, I mean, that's simple though. Yeah, it's very uh, we, that, that's simple. We we always talk about what, what, what was hard and, about what I just come up with. What was hard about that? I mean, I see they're kind of doing it, but you can make that a major angle. Like, why you can't make that guy a big deal? You know what? Why is Ziggler world champion, man? Like he's just, getting just better. Be, he's getting more better as he's talking. I mean, come on, man. Like <laughs> put Ziggles in put 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 Ziggler put put put, 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 put Ziggles in motherfucking uh, NXT, bro. Right now, push him. Like, Look, you preaching to the choir, man. Preaching to the choir. Logic. That's something that WWE doesn't have. They have a senile old man running the show and a guy that loves to suck him off. <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, I got off on tangent. Yeah, hey, hey, hey. I feel you 100%, bro. Okay, yeah. But um, as we get in, we'll get in the third gear of this one. Like I said, watch this triple threat because, like, me going, as I was really. As I was typing, going for a few review, I was like, man, I will be forever doing this yeah. shit. So, yeah, man. Um, Bartell was pulled out by Gibson. Eichner with a baseball slide, and Bartell lands a gut wrench suplex on Gibson. Eichner lands a spine buster on Drake inside the ring, followed by a soccer kick from Bartell, a wheelbarrow DDT from Imperium to Drake, but Parker comes in, pushing them out to get the cover for a two. Eichner takes out Martell on the outside while Parker fights everyone off the apron, then goes for Drake, who counters tickets to mayhem from the grizzled young veterans on Drake to pick up the win. Yeah. Not, not on Drake, on um, Parker? Parker. One of, yeah. One of them guys. Yeah. One, of, one of the Ever-Rise. Yep. Um, I love that ticket. Tickets to mayhem. I love that move. Yep. Yeah. And once again, we have a tag team division Returning so, to NXT. Or just get this grizzly. I hope they're going for like a tween, maybe face. I don't know what they are, even in the second I week. I love fucking Gibson, dude. Yeah. Fucking Drake is off. Bro. Yeah, yeah, that motherfucker. So, he is so talented, and I was kind of sad that he didn't beat Pete Dunne when he wrestled for the title. But yeah. I get it, and he made it. Made, to me, him losing and getting with Drake. And then making Drake and then Drake showing off in so many of those uh, takeover matches that they had when they first got the tag team titles, they made that yeah. they made that tag team division. So I would like to see them more in a tweener type. Just we just coming out there and whoop that ass. Like yeah. we don't really have to be 
we don't, dastardly. You know what I'm yeah, saying? We don't have to hold any babies, but we ain't got to be pieces of shit neither. Yeah. <laughs> oh my yeah. fucking god! Yeah, why did you put this on? I wanted to. Act <laughs> <laughs> surprised. Uh, like, yeah. I didn't know this was on. Yes, you did. Wow. I've been looking for weeks. Yes, Intercontinental Champion Luke. Harper. This yes. is TLC 2015, I think. I want to say it's 14. 14. Yeah. John Cena takes on Seth Rollins in a tables match, and we start off with one of the greatest intercontinental ladder matches I've seen in a yeah, long time. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah it is yeah, though. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. is Brody Lee. Yep. He's definitely <laughs> Brody Lee as this Luke Harper in- incarnation. Of the, he had the Intercontinental strap and he's going against Dolph Ziggler, not Dolph the loser. Yep. Dolph Ziggler. Yes. Yep. Man, they kill each other. Yeah. Speaking of killing each other, all of the combatants, male and female, respectively, talk about this year's War Games being the most brutal ever, and it was. Yeah, it was dope. It was most definitely Sarah's cousin. McKenzie wants to know why them yams of Tony Storm turned on Amber Moon before War Games. And she was at the wrong place at the wrong time. She feels she made the right decision because look at whose team won. When Storm came there, she made it clear that she was there for one thing, and that's the NXT Women's Championship. But Moon stole her thunder. And what you're looking at is the NX is it at the, what you're looking at is the next NX and EO ain't like that shit. As she says now that the war games is over and her title is her only problem. Right. She doesn't have a problem with Tony, but she just don't like the bitch. Mm-hmm. As she takes it to Storm. Uh, they brawl it out in the back and we got Waffle House on Monday Night Trash. Huddle House on SmackDown. So I guess in NXT and 420 couldn't be more spot on than this. Ihoy, which is the interna- international house of yams. Ihoy, Ihoy, Ihoy. The fight goes out ringside, and EO is sent into the barricade, then to the inside of the ring. EO counters, giving a show to Storm, sending her into the corner. Double knees on Storm, then she escapes before getting the moon salt. But Moon gets some of them New Zealand yams herself as she attacks Storm, who was sent into the steel steps. Storm gets that receipt as she gets the moon salt from EO. Yeah, uh, that was a pretty cool little segment. Uh, I love how the the heel didn't get away. That was kind of cool. I like the fact that we have eye hoy. Yeah. <laughs> Every week. Every week. <laughs> King Grimes versus King Grimes versus Tommaso Ciampa and ring that bell collar and elbow tie up Ciampa with a headlock on Grimes now a wrist lock grinding down Grimes who counters into an ankle lock Timothy Thatcher wants a closer look as he comes down with a chair and takes a seat Ciampa counters into a chin lock on Grimes who takes it into the ropes for a break Grimes talks a shit but is shoved for it Grimes with a kick to mid-set, to the midsection then a chop Champa is sent into the corner, then off the ropes, but he lands an elbow to the jaw of Grimes, who goes to the outside. He hides behind Thatcher and tries to sneak Champa, but he get but he lands a shot on Grimes, who sends Champa into the cage, but he blocks it and lands a forearm. Grimes lands a knee to the midsection, then a cover four two back from break. Champa back to his feet, but not for long, as Grimes lands some clubbing blows to the back, working on that neck region, then a chin lock. 
Ciampa back up goes for cover uh, for two. Now off the ropes, Ciampa lands a kick to the midsection of Grimes in about 19 clotheslines. <laughs> Make that 20 on Grimes in the corner, then a running knee for a near fall. Thatcher received five stitches on that left ear following a match of takeover, by the way. So I know that shit was tore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they, they made mention of it. Like, damn, you ripped the shit off. Mm-hmm. Chomper with a chop on Grimes, not looking for a fairy tale ending, but Grimes escapes to the apron. He lands a kick on the jaw of Chomper, but he wants Willow's belt. Oh my God. Grimes counters a cover for a cover, and I'm not going to look at the TV. <laughs> and the two knee to the jaw, then a Superman forearm on Chomper, then the inside out for another near fall. Both are slow to get to their feet. Grimes wants a German suplex, but Ciampa holds on to the the rope, landing an elbow on Grimes, who now has Ciampa on his shoulders, but he gets out. Grimes with a back elbow on Ciampa in the corner. Grimes is now on the top rope, but he's getting chopped by Ciampa. Grimes with a boot, but he's knocked off the top to the outside. That student of Thatcher's comes out to get a Ciampa, but he's about to get Willow's bell. He took too long because Grimes, with that distraction, lands a kick. And it's to the moon, but maybe not as Ciampa escapes to the outside, then back in the ring. Ding! Willow's bell on Grimes, who got caught on the apron to get the win. Thatcher continues to look on as Ciampa's hand is raised, and it's a stare down between the two. Thatcher says he had nothing to do with his student trying to attack, and a pissed Grimes says he's got something to say to Thatcher. He thinks he can come out there and, oh shit, Thatcher simply snaps the the left leg of Grimes, leaving him to pain. To the moon? No, to the training room for Grimes. <laughs> uh, definitely give this match uh, two and a half grams of some of this gelato I'm smoking. Uh, mm, great match. I mean, it's, it's both of them, but this is what I want to say, what I want to see from Cameron Grimes. Just to know how we were talking about uh-huh. uh, uh, De Santos being bigger than a cruiserweight. It absolutely is. That's who takes over the cruiserweight division. Ooh, Put Grimes with that. Ooh, yes, sir. Cruiserweight champ. Fuck yeah. Until, until he gets to the point where he's bigger than yeah. the cruiserweight division. Definitely. Yeah. I I'm mean, you can make him a multi-man match where he's kind of making a couple people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, because what they got this guy with Kurt Stallion. Kurt Stallion and Cameron Grimes, that sound like a stable. From what, from what Grimes... Brings to the table? Is Grimes injured? Like, like, like I say because he was holding that leg like that was the worst shit ever so is he gonna you think know. he's gonna continue to sell no, that I'm, no I'm, I'm pretty sure it's gonna be Timothy Thatcher versus Grimes Sign next week up. yeah that's what I'm thinking it's gonna happen next week man that's what I'm saying after he gets to be done being a pawn I think he should take over the and I wonder where Dexter Loomis is like Grimes said he's moved on. <laughs> Grimes said he moved on from Dexter Loomis like he won the match <laughs> Uh, but, to me, what you do with Dexter Loomis, yeah. that's Dexter Loomis is a world championship caliber to me. And it's like, man, he is definitely he's definitely somebody who can be in the world title picture right now. The problem is, it's to say what you want to say about NXT. I hear some people say that they're not interested, but I'm interested. You know what I'm saying? They got a lot of good man. I was like, damn, man, they got a lot. Man, Loomis, they got a lot. They Loomis. got a lot of people who can be injured, and it doesn't really matter. Yeah, you have Loomis versus shit anyone, and then you have Karrion Cross. Loomis versus Karrion Cross. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my oh! God. Oh, my God. Oh. I 
fucked around and sat back and looked at the television and seen Luke Harper fly out the ring and then kill himself on the ladder. Well, why would you do that? Oh. Like, that didn't even make any sense. Oh. Why you just didn't do a cross body? Why did you go like that? What? Oh! Yeah, Ziggler didn't get any of that. Fucking Harper got all of that shit. Oh, my God. What the fuck? Yeah, uh, I'm gonna go ahead and turn back this away now. As uh, as as I was saying, man, uh, regarding uh, Grimes, man, yeah, I agree with you totally on that. Um, Corona Extra. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, as far as Chompa goes, I mean, it's, man, there's so much shit that can happen now since Cross is back. Chompa can have his rematch. Yeah, it's man, it's so many things that's going on, man. And like, I, I'm just, I'm cool with the fact that even though any, at one time NXT was plagued with a shit ton of injuries, you know what I mean. And as you can see, everybody is healed. Well, not everybody, but most most of everybody is coming back. I don't know where the fuck Velveteen Dream is right now. I don't know where I don't know where Bronson Reed is at the moment. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and these are guys that have. Are, like, that's a feud I wouldn't mind seeing. Robert Stone, Aaliyah, these are people that they have, I guess, on standby, ready to find their way back. And look what you already have. Yeah, man. Yeah, so, good when right people now. say NXT is this and that, I mean, of course, AEW is definitely winning in the ratings column. Yeah, I mean, and, I mean, and in the content, but you got to think about how they're, they're you're not really. Just, be, just put it like this. Yeah. If, they, if WWE wanted to just put that style of wrestling yeah. only on one show, you yeah. have a lot of great talent that's in the the Raw and SmackDown brand. Yeah. So you would have Seth Rollins in NXT. You would have Daniel Bryan in NXT. You would have Shinsuke Nakamura in NXT. I you would have Suzuki. You know what I'm saying? You, would have, you, do, you know what I'm saying? Like, you would have yeah. you would have Kevin Owens in NXT. You would have Sami Zayn in NXT. NXT That's be. what I'm saying. Yes. So, yes. they're dealing with... You, you're still, as much as you're saying y'all battling, you're still battling... WWE at a at a at a motherfucking angle where like they're yeah. not even giving you all their hitters that they can give you on that side of the game. But my, my, think about I mean think it Roman Reigns just put Roman Reigns just put Roman Reigns and all those people I just said on NXT. Mm. You're not doing shit to NXT. You're not. You're, you're not. not. You're not, not doing shit to but NXT. My point is, as you said last week, you can like both. That's what and that's like the problem. <laughs> but I'm just, that's what I'm saying. But like at the end of the day, like yeah. the fact that that your only product is still not. I mean, it, they're still battling. Yeah. And ratings just just let you know that, that. I mean, it's it's okay. Like I enjoy it. Like, but don't get me wrong. Yeah. I do. Get, I've been getting out my way to watch AEW. Like I had to get it in. Like yeah. fuck it. Like even if it be like oh, like sometimes it be. Late night when, you know, Sunday night, I'll, yeah. I'll catch it. I mean, I still have half to watch. And what what's cool about that is, which is going to change in the future, be it that we're continuing to grow. Thank you for everybody that's listening. Yeah, I watch it strictly for pleasure right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm happy. I ain't got to take no notes. I can just sit there and, ooh, ow. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, man. Uh, Sarah's cousin, Mackenzie, is backstage with Rachel. <laughs> I say Rachel. 
Rachel Raquel Gonzalez, who says Raw Games was the biggest night of her career as she pinned the champion Io Shirai, but it came with a cost because of Moon. Dakota Kai is at home injured after tonight. Moon is going to regret it. Yeah, just play a fucking eclipse on that chair. I'm, yeah. I'm staying at home. Fuck y'all. It hurt. Yeah. It hurt. It was dope. <laughs> and, and, and let Kai tell it. <laughs> she said, I'm, I'm going to be gone for a while. Yeah. <laughs> Miss Spiky, Miss Spicy, tingle, tingle, tangle, tingle, tangle. Tingle, tangle, tingle. Zai Lee is in heavy training as ordered by the elder... As Boa is getting caned, and this is a hell of a rehab to get them off of that shit they was on courtesy of Legato Del Fantasma. Man, that shit is kind of crazy, bro. <laughs> all the blood. I was like, okay, this kind of, it was kind of, I was like, okay, it's kind of graphic. This is kind of looking like my Monday. But they got to get that shit out of them. They got to. Uh, coming on episode 797. Yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll go further. But yeah, man. Uh, what they got to do? What they got to do to get get that get that shit out of them, man? You know, uh, Santo Escobar he only fucks with with the with the uh, whitest and the most purest of the. Oh shit! Yeah, that's right. We're watching the show. Uh, we're doing the show. It's my my bad, my bad. Oh God, please! Ain't no denial showing up out there. Is it? Hmm. You see what they did to Swerve, and that nigga ain't the same. Right. All right, anyway. Yeah, yeah. It changed up a little bit. Yeah, my bad, my bad. But uh, <laughs> they are paying the fucking price as they bleed and sweat for Karen Q's return. Yeah. Whatever the fuck this is, we could be totally wrong, but just for the fact that they're giving us very little each week, I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? Well, I'm, I'm hoping actually, like, with the whole New Year's Eve, I'm thinking they'll probably be um the probably, debut, yeah, that's it's probably a great time to debut, mm. and man, it's great. Like another, you you got Zaylee, man, the women's division, bar none, best women's division. I mean, they got I in mean, all the land. They definitely can. They the main roster can definitely uh, pillage a little bit, yeah, and be fine. You know, they definitely can lease. They can afford to lose four women from the women's division right now, and they'll be fine. They won't have no issues. Like <laughs> well, real talk, true. like you can get rid of Rhea Ripley. You can take Rhea Ripley up. You can take Rhea Ripley uh, said, I ain't fucking going up there. You see what? <laughs> I mean, I guess she might not be going. Uh, Ember Moon said, fuck that. You see where I'm yeah. at. <laughs> um, well, I'm, I'm pretty sure uh, Raquel, Rachel, she going up. You know what I'm saying? I can see Rachel. I can see Dakota Kai going up. Yeah. I can see Tony Storm going up. Okay. Uh, yeah. I can definitely see... Uh, Candice LeRae. I think I think she's uh, NXT for life. Yeah, she's a lifer. Well, I mean, like I said, they could, they just have more. Oh, Io Shirai. All four of them can go up. Yeah. Do I want to see them go up? No, just, but I'm just yeah. saying, if they do, they're yeah. not hurting. But their career is on the main roster, <laughs> not yeah. NXT. All right, man. It's the Gargano way as the Garganos, along with Indy Hartwell and Austin Thur, celebrate the third reign of the North American champion, Johnny, Johnny Gargano. Gargano says for a month, he told them he was going to show them the way, not just the present, but the future of wrestling. Open your eyes because they are the way. Ray says they dominated at War Games and the way. Uh, theory says the Milky Way as he's a little too turned. So calm mm. this shit down, little guy. They overcame a lot as LeRae broke her left arm and Gargano received some stitches and Gargano recaptured the North American Championship and LeRae, for the second year in a row, along with her team, won the War Games match. So it's Johnny Takeover and Mrs. War Games. 
Lorraine is humbled and Gargano has a surprise for her and Indy grabs a trophy deported from Italy as asked for a drum roll. The trophy has Shotzi Blackheart's head on it and Lorraine loves it but wishes she got Gargano a trophy but the North American Championship is enough. He knows Priest and Ruff wants a tag team match next week with Theory and Gargano and that's cool. The result would be the same because they're because if you're not in the way, stay the fuck out of the way. Yeah. This brings out Priest who applauds Theory's uh, reveal and asks, did he bring the lead pipe? Because uh, he's going to shove it up his ass. And Priest comes down the ramp, but is attacked by Karrion Cross, who apparently didn't like that shit Priest was spewing earlier. Into the barricade and into the stage set, Priest is sent, and now he's powerbombed through a table. Cross makes his way to his Dodge Charger, and he's out there, bitch. But sign me up for that match as well. I love all of that. Yes, yes, yes. All of that's dope. Yep. The fact that the fucking they got the way, that's the actual faction the name. Yeah. They get them the tag titles. Give like if you I mean, maybe Candice LeRae doesn't get the fucking women's title right now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't see anybody else really it doesn't really make any sense for anybody else as a heel mm-hmm. to take it off Eo Shirai. Not right um now. I can't really see Tony Storm being the one to do it. I can see Rachel. But I can see also Rachel getting, like I said, moved up to the main <laughs> roster. Rachel, Rachel Gonzalez, man. <laughs> Rachel, my my brother, motherfucker. Raul Mendoza. Raul Mendoza. All Joaquin Fiends, but we went out on a couple dates, Gonzalez. This is what it is, bro. If you know, you know. <laughs> okay, spoken from a gelato. I'm fucked up. (laughs) Goddamn. I am fucked up. All right. The student of Thatcher is is Tyler Rust. And Malcolm Bivens wants to talk some business because fuck in the shirt and fuck Monday Night Trash to the finish. Right. (laughs) Pete Dunne versus Killian Dane. Though it's a match of revenge, it ain't enough for a full review because we know the obvious. Dunne ain't losing. Mm -mm. Okay. Dane... Did get his shit off beating up Dunn in the beginning, but it's Pete fucking Dunn, so you know what time it is. Look give me them fingers, give me them fingers, yeah. give me them fingers. Yeah, uh, Dane hits a nice fisherman suplex off the second rope, and Dunn is folded the fuck up, <laughs> but it's only for a near fall. Dunn comes back with a step up into Zagiri, then he goes for them fingers, but Dane counters. Atlanta's clothesline looks like Dane took one from the textbook of Wade Barrett as Dunn goes to the waistline. Then a senton from Dane. Lorcan and Birch are out, but Lil Teardrop t- tries to fight them off, and he does with a steel chair. Dane takes his eyes off the match as he is fully distracted. Birch and Lorcan come back down, attacking Teardrop. Dane went to the outside to protect Teardrop, but now he's kicked in the jaw trying to get back inside the ring. Dunn gets the win with the bitter end. Oh, grab us some uh, gelato. It would have been better if uh, um, Dane would have took that uh, bitter end. Better. Yeah, he, he took that shit sloppy as fuck. Big motherfucker though. Yeah, I mean, but still, he could take it better. This than is that. true. That's it. I mean, it was dope. I mean, yeah. Like, I, there's not a, a lot of critiquing you can do. Uh, it played out how it was kind of. It, it should have played I mean, out. It's very, very predictable. Like you knew what was. You knew you had an idea what was. Going I mean, happen. what more? What more really yeah. could you do? Right. Well, you're not. You, you, you want to get over your tag team. Right. And still kind of make Drake look strong, look somewhat, you know, at least thinking like, hey, yeah. I know I'm outnumbered, I'm little. Yeah. But you can't make Drake be bigger than your tag team. No, you know no, what I'm saying? No, so, no, 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 no. So. 
Um, but we do know how how big and how much we're building up Killian Dane. Killian Dane versus and Drake versus uh what do they call the brand? I call them the brand. I don't care. The what brand it, sounds so much better than the Kings of NXT. Yeah, yeah like the brand makes way more more sense. Yep. So I'm with the brand. Um, I think that would be. I mean, hell, I can see them winning. Like I can see little teardrop. At least you know a transitional. You know, maybe they have it for like a week and then lose it. You know, whatever yep. type of shit. Whatever. I'm with it. Yeah, rematch the, the very next week. I mean, cause I mean, don't get me wrong. Like when he was Spud. In TNA, like he's he, pretty good work. Don't get me wrong, he can wrestle. He's just a little, little. little the way they build him up, was, yeah. yeah. The, the way they build him up, well, that teardrop shit, that was all him. No, but I'm saying he's a little tear, like as in height, as yeah. in size, like as in height, size, yeah. and crying. <laughs> cry for his job. Save my job, though. I tell you that. Well, say what you want. He cry for that job. <laughs> he pulled a goddamn. Where's my kids? You know, know, before it was crying, Sasha, it was me. <laughs> Street from London. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Um, shit, man. I might have one of these. Not tonight, because <laughs> I've been sipping wine as of late. Because beer just makes me... I love beer, but I didn't like the belly that I accumulated. Mm-hmm. I had to get rid of that motherfucker. Right. Uh, so, um, yeah, man, I guess... We would go with something I had earlier this week, a Stella Otois. It, w- it was delicious. I drank it right after I broke my PlayStation 4. <laughs> <laughs> you got to chill out, man. <laughs> I did drink beer that night. Yeah. But, um, yeah, man. Um, what you said. <laughs> Pete Dunn, man. I, I Although they cut weight. I'm kind of leaning towards I want that. I want that Pete Dunne versus Finn Balor match. The more that I think about it, I want it. I want it. Because you know that shit's going to... I don't want them to kill each other like O'Reilly and and um, and Balor did. Because like, it was to the point like, all right, y'all fucking each other up for real. We ain't going to see somebody for a while. Yeah, yeah but I know it's going to be a, a decent match between the two. All right. It looks like Damian Priest is out for the tag team match next week, leaving Leon Ruff by himself, but not for long because Kushida has stepped up to fill the void. So, Kushida, we, I thought that he was going to be a part of the NXT championship, but as you can see, I think he's about to uh, thread his way into the North American championship scene, and we're going to see Gargano versus I can Kushida. I almost see, too. Kushida and Leon Ruff as a tag team. And if they do it right and almost make Leon Ruff like his little Padawan, that would kind of be dope. I think think that would kind of work. I think that would kind of work on multiple angles because it will get Kushida over more over with the people who don't know him, don't speak English. You know what I'm saying? Like to me, that's kind of a decent kind of conduit, especially if they like uh, make him come out with the dark shit. Well, you know what I'm saying? Like he, he like Leon Ruff has no no character right now, other than just being a smiley black guy. Yeah, but I, you know, what I, I said before, like did let him do the same shit, him losing shit, but make him heal. In my opinion, I think Kushida, he's done enough work to start getting some gold and. I, I envision it. I, I definitely am looking at. I, I'm starting to see now. Kushida versus uh, Johnny Gargano. 
Want it. Want it too. I don't see why he couldn't go for the cruiserweight title. That's what, what fucking Kushida. Yeah. Like why Kushida could not been running the fucking cruiserweight brand? Like, don't get me wrong. They showing that they're thinking he's bigger than that, but I think like, he's bigger than that. Yeah. Like you just you just haven't had him go on this spectacular run and give him his look at Brandy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't have them go on this his this whole string of victories just for him not to get anything from it. Right. You know, so we'll see what 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 happens from there. All right, um Oh, I think this is the match where fucking uh Miz damn near wrestled both of them by himself because he didn't want to tag in fucking uh Damien Pre uh, Damien Sandow. Miz Dow. Yeah. Yeah, because Miz Dow was getting so much pop. Yeah. Talk about dropping the ball. They dropped it on Damien Sandow as well. That's hilarious. All right, man. Let's get to the main event this week. Close this week's uh, haze, hops, and turnbuckles out on a, on a good one. And it was a good one. Raquel Gonzalez versus Amber Moon. Ring that motherfucking bell. Raquel got a strong ass back. <laughs> and she puts it on display early. Amber Moon looks like she's auditioning for Borderlands 4. And she makes her way out. That bell sounds and Moon uses her quickness to avoid Raquel in the beginning. And Moon tries for a Frankensteiner, but Raquel ain't going for it as she counters Moon into a powerbomb position. Moon escapes and tries to land the double knees, but once again, Raquel says, fuck no, and pancakes Moon to the mat. Raquel ragdolls Moon into the ropes in the corner and launches her ass across the ring. Then again, along with that elbow to the jaw. Splash on Moon in the corner, then a hip toss attempt, but Moon lands on her feet. But goddamn, Raquel ain't going for that shit neither. Moon does uh, land a kick and takes out the leg of Raquel. And bitch, where's she going? Because uh, Raquel holds on to the Tyson Moon as she's trying to go for the ropes, and Moon lands another kick, but Raquel drops her to the mat by pulling the hair and a trio of elbows, and uh, then a cover and a kick out. Ember is sent into the ropes, but she holds on. Raquel goes for the big boot. Big boot. I think that's the first big boot. Wow. But it's caught in the ropes and Moon lands a few drop kicks, but Raquel is still on her feet. But after about five of them, she drops to a knee. Flatliner on Raquel, but she rolls to the apron. Moon charges into the midsection of Raquel going to the outside. Back from break, Moon is in that beautiful Gore Guerrero special, but Moon finds her way out and tries to sunset flip pin, but Raquel again says, fuck no. Moon then lands a draw breaker, but takes a big boo. Big boo. Yeah, to the chest uh, for a near fall. Raquel with a grounded left arm bar on Moon, who rolls out with a kick, and then she sends Raquel into the turnbuckle. Another kick to the face of Raquel, and Moon is now on the top turnbuckle. Moon uses the force of the top rope to land a tornado suplex. Nice. All right, Raquel is back up, uh, missing a clothesline. And a big boo. Big boo. Moon lands some shots, then a step up into Gary. Raquel is in the corner, and Moon lands a flip into the forearm. Then she then goes for a bulldog, but Raquel says nope. 
Moon then lands a tornado DDT for a cover uh, for two Moon basement drop kicks Raquel to the outside, then lands a suicide dive into the announcer's desk. Moon climbs a steel fixture on the outside going for a spot, but Raquel is back up and swings Moon off that bitch and runs her into the ring post. Holy shit. Back into the ring with a cover for a near fall, Raquel is pissed as she waits for Moon, who gets the feet up in the corner. Raquel, full speed, runs into the ring post right shoulder first. Moon on her apron lands a knee in the ring uh, for a two. Moon goes to the top for the eclipse, and Raquel catches her ass and puts her in the bear hug. Moon elbows her way out, but takes a vicious clothesline. A single arm powerbomb is countered into a cover for a two, but Raquel lands that powerbomb any fucking way to pick up the win. I fucking love it. An impressive win for, for Rachel. <laughs> Tony Storm is back down. And what better way to end the show but with some fluffy yams. And Rhea Ripley comes out as well, saving Moon. And she gets on the apron. And Raquel says, nope, Rhea is mine. As we're going to get another showdown between these two again. Okay, so... Great match by Raquel Gonzalez. I want to see her do a little bit more, more offense. I don't want to keep, you know, the same big man shit they always do whenever we begin the match. I need her to do a little bit more unique offense in her, like her regular early offense. May if it's just all big boots, fuck it. Yeah, stop just doing the same. I'm gonna just whip you into the corner, whip you. Yeah, I want to see different shit. I don't want to keep always seeing the rag doll. So you don't want to see the cat and mouse chase. No, the because Ember's Ember's uh, way she was avoiding ship yeah. was unique, so like yeah. it made sense for that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Not everybody's gonna be able to do it great like she does it. True. You know what I'm saying? So well, um, I kind of dug the rag doll stuff though, considering that everybody always do it. But Raquel, you can't you can't avoid the fact that Raquel is definitely larger than. I mean, I get it. I mean, just speaking, but make it look different. Do a different way. Yeah. Do it. You know, okay. so that's what I'm saying. Just put a spin on it. All right. We need, I didn't just say you gotta invent the wheel, but just motherfucking give me some tread on that all bitch. Right, get all philosophical with your high ass. Sorry, <laughs> man. Fizzle, a fizzle, philosophical. Uh, philosophical. Well, as the motherfucking engineer said, there's a red light on. That means we gotta wind it on down. So yeah. I'm gonna tell you what my roach clip of NXT was. It was a combination of seeing Finn Balor and knowing that there will be a world title match at the start of the new year. Uh-huh. One. Two, that Killer Cross is not only back, but looks like it will be in a fucking program with Damian Priest, the king of infamy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks like it also will be an Ember Moon versus Tony Storm match. Yams. How many of us have them? Yams. All right. And then uh, the fact that, uh, yeah, Io Shirai versus Rachel Gonzalez. So all that's my uh, Corona Extra, uh, by the way, man, I love this fucking match. One of my favorite spots in this match that I may have seen it, but I don't know. It was great to see. Uh, the tornado suplex from the Ember Moon. That shit to me was dope as fuck. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, I speak nothing but high praises for uh, Gonzalez, uh, for uh, Rachel. <laughs> but uh, also, my last shot 
God damn it, this whole fucking show. Because that was one of my favorite highlights of this week. SmackDown was okay. Raw was shit. But NXT, I loved it. It was perfect. And it's always like I love it and I hate it because I actually have to do my job by taking notes Mm -hmm. when I watch it, man. Man, but yeah, that's that's this week's content, bro. And we appreciate everybody listening to the most unapologetic wrestling podcast in all the internet. It's me, it's me, it's NKB420, a.k.a. Fatboy420, a.k.a. Don't make me drill your ass. Man, stop that. <laughs> Dot Man 211. And this is Hayes. Hop. And Turnbuckles. I kill, I kill, everybody die. <laughs>